What's up, everybody? I am Aaron. This is Mark. And welcome to another episode of Straight Cut, coming to you from West End Cigars inside the Members Lounge in Little Rock, Arkansas. How you doing today? Doing good. I'm fired up for this episode. Good. One of my, my faves, fave people. One of my recent uh, uh, sort of introductions, somebody I've, I've uh, debated sports with online for... <laughs> yeah. For three or four months now, and somebody I've got to know pretty well, and somebody I'm excited to have on the show. Well, hopefully we'll have all of our listeners know him at the end of this episode as well. So tonight we we have Nick Gervais from My Monthly Cigar. How are you doing tonight? Doing good, guys. How are you doing? Oh, peachy. Especially especially since I could get the intro done in one take. One take, so the under wins. (laughs) Congratulations, Sauls, who bet the under. Mm -hmm. What was the over-under again? Uh, Two and a half. Oh, God. The past month has been just absolute garbage starting up. Like, I I can do a full episode of just every, like, outtake, and that's – that's something I've I've been kind of working on because I wanted it would be funny, but uh, it's God, it's been rough. The night you <laughs> didn't have the card in, and then you oh, couldn't just, start, and then a, you kicked the the, the tape of the uh, yeah, machine on the ground, and then that was like a six restart. Night. Yeah, nothing like throwing the brand new monitor and board on the floor the first time. That was yeah, uh, that was nice, that was yeah. great. Oh, no, we're, we're, uh, too bad you guys. Too bad you guys weren't a visual show. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, that would have been very good. Yeah, yeah. So we're viral, we're glad, real quick. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're glad you're uh, you're joining with us tonight, and uh, we're excited to have you on. No, thanks. I appreciate. It. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So tonight we are having the Mr. Not the Mr. T. We're having the T. Um, by Matt Booth, AJ Fernandez, and Caldwell. We're having the Maduro uh, over here on this side. What are you having over there on your side? I've got a uh, 45 series from our friends over at Martinez Cigars. I got yeah. the, the natural. Natural. That's that's. I'm totally jealous. I, we yeah. are clearly missing out. I don't think I've had the natural yet. Uh, I've had the Maduro. Man, that San Andreas is yeah top. I love the Maduro. The, the Maduros are fantastic. Oh, are great. But the natural yeah, is very good. Yeah. No, I mean, listen. I don't. I don't think I've had a bad cigar from them yet. To be honest, uh, the forty-five is, is fantastic. The, the flat iron, though, that's 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 mine. That's yeah, my signature. I, I still haven't had the flat <laughs> iron yet. Um, oh, wait, waiting on that one because we, we're actually doing a review in the next couple of weeks, right? Yeah, with that one, mm-hmm. so. I did the flat iron Lancero because we're not doing that in our review, and because and I ordered because <laughs> we're doing the other one, right? I, see, that's why I've saved the fucking Lancero is to do the review. So now that I know that, I'm going to smoke that oh, tomorrow. No, no, we're doing. I ordered some Lanceros, so no, you should order Lancero. I ordered. Uh, I ordered from our friends at Martina Cigars yeah. um, a five pack of, of both the Natural and the Maduro of both the Flat Iron and the 45 because. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't wait for you anymore. <laughs> so it's like one of those, I don't care what we're going to smoke. I'm just ordering. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to that at show. But until yes. then, we are doing the tea, uh Maduro, which is, I really, really enjoy this one. I think this came out last IPCPR. I don't remember. Um, like 2019, I believe. Um, it's, yeah, it's not very old. Yeah, no. And it, I mean, it's, it's a collaboration between three heavy hitters in the industry. Right. And what I like is like, it's not a pretentious cigar. It's wow. nothing stands up above over each other because when you got Caldwell, Fernandez and Booth all helping create something, I mean, it's a, it's a really, really good collaboration. You don't get that a lot. It's a nice cigar, but I'm still jealous. I, it's, 
you know, yeah. Well, it's because we have these readily available to us. We don't have the 45 readily, readily available to us yet. Doug had to talk me into smoking these because the word pretentious is exactly <laughs> the opposite of what a couple of these brands <laughs> I thought of. But you know what? It is a really good smoke. It is. I mean, this is this is a, I like to classify this as a poor man's 1964. Um, okay. This is like... You want that Padron 1964, but he can't afford that $22 price. This is a, you know, this is the, the so Aldi version. Um, I think out the door here, 13? like thirteen fifty. Okay. Yeah. Sounds about right. I would have guessed 12, but yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. No, I mean, that's like you said, the, the three people that came together on that. I mean, how can you go wrong? Oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Now, you can go wrong in multiple ways and multiple things, but you put those three together. Um, you know, it, it is a fantastic cigar. I remember when it came out a couple of years ago. I actually got my first one. I was in, um, I was actually at Cigar Fest in, uh, in Pennsylvania and, uh, picked one up at the, uh, at the CI shop, smoked it right away. It was fantastic. I mean, it, those guys don't, don't, don't lose. Yeah, <laughs> Put yeah. it that way when, when they make anything. So yeah, I don't, good I, don't, I don't think I've had a bad Fernandez that he's put his name on. I really like a lot of his stuff. And Matt Booth makes my all-time favorite cigar. So I'm all, all automatically in with that. Or why are you shaking your head and like, no, no, no. More with the Johnny tobacco not love. Hey, I can't help it. I mean, again, if anybody out there has a box of Johnny's, let me know. Jeez. So. Not me. <laughs> yeah. Nobody does. Not me. Except, the, except for that one shop I in Atlanta. I give it to you to stop. Well, except for that one shop in Atlanta that wouldn't sell me the whole box because I wasn't a member. They're like, this is for members only. Be like, listen, your members ain't buying these. Yeah, no. I, I want to buy them all. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I shied away from that stuff because mm-hmm. it has a brand image mm-hmm. that I tend to shy away from. And, uh, but his cigars are strong and, and this is a really good offering. Yep. So. Yep. Once again, yeah, AJ has a lot of stuff. I mean, he, he owns a lot of, my understanding is he owns a lot of the tobacco field and that's yeah. kind of his piece of the market there. He's really smart about it. He's yeah. probably one of the younger guys. I think he's what my age, like 40, 41. Yeah, and, when uh, I first saw a picture of him, I was shocked. I'm like, wow, you were not what I pictured in my head. You're not right. this old, gruff-looking dude. Like, you're a clean-cut <laughs> guy. Right. Like, you have silver fox hair, but you're young. Like, I yeah. was, I was yeah. surprised. Silver fox. Yeah, he's not moping around a tobacco field, you know. Yeah. <laughs> really slow. Yeah. <laughs> Picking leaves, smelling them. Yeah. No, he's uh, he's hustling out there. and he's, that's, It was smart. He's got his name on everything because they're using his tobacco. He's yeah. genius. Yeah, plus he blends well, and yeah. he has got a. Oh distinct, god, yeah. I mean, he's got a distinct. He's got a good uh, palate. Good yeah. palate. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of his line. I um, God, I was smoking those. I went on a run probably about a year ago, and it was probably about a quarter of my humidor was all AJ stuff. I just couldn't get enough, <laughs> and I ended up running one of my favorites since is the um, the Monte uh, by Monte Cristo, the AJ Fernandez. Yes. Yeah. What a smoke. Oh my God. It's a perfect after dinner smoke too. Yep. It's nice and heavy, nice, nice and smooth. Everything about it. It's just awesome. That's a good smoke. Yep. Yeah, definitely. So we, uh, one, one of the things we just to get to know, get to know you, uh, I know you a little bit, but where, you know, what's your background? Where, where do you originally come from? Where I, I know you're in Ohio now, but tell us a little bit about yourself, Nick, and you know, where, where, sure. I'll give you the boring stuff. I'll make yeah. the I'll make the boring stuff quick. Why not? You know, everybody <laughs> wants to hear about cigars, not my uh, childhood, we'll I guess. But yeah. Sure. 
Sure. Well, Mark, you know I'm uh, from outside of uh, the greatest sports city in the world. I grew up outside of Boston, and um, I moved out to Ohio uh, about 10 years ago now. I've lived out here about, I'm about 30 miles uh, south of Cleveland. So coming from Boston as a sports fan out to Cleveland to see their <laughs> sports fans, you know, you, you, ha- you learn how to have sympathy, put it that way, real quick. Um, you know, and I, but I've never seen more diehard fans, uh, of, especially the Browns. I mean, this is a football town. And, I, you know, no matter what, those guys can't do wrong, even though they do everything wrong. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. But, uh, but I, I love the underdog story. I, I, you, know, you know, the Red Sox were that for the longest time. So yeah. I'm a huge fan of that. And, and that day that the, the Cavs won the um, championship here, that was awesome. And then the way they did it, too, coming down three to one, you know, the, you don't want it to happen any other way. I just kept telling them that you don't, that that's the best way it could have possibly have happened. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, so came from, uh, Massachusetts, moved out here, um, Northeast Ohio, I've been here for about 10 years now. Um, moved out here for, uh, my wife got a job out here that I uh, couldn't let her pass up and uh, me, I could work anywhere. So, um, moved out here and, and, uh, been here since I think 2010, 2011. So, nice. uh, haven't regretted. I do miss, uh, Boston every day. Uh, just the fact that I can walk within 20 minutes and I can get a sandwich, I can get beer, I can get something at the drugstore if I need to, and I can be back on my couch eating and drinking in 20, 25 minutes. You know? <laughs> so, it's, and then you can go out for a cup of coffee and you just go down the street for a cup of coffee. So I, I love when I go back and I visit and I stay in the city and and hang out with uh, all my old friends, and it's uh, it's a good time. I, I enjoy it, but uh, but I don't regret my move at all. Uh, it's allowed me to do a lot of things, and uh, that I'm really happy about, including start this company. Um, I don't think I would have done that if I was uh, still living in Boston. To be honest, I would have been smoking cigars for sure, uh, but I wouldn't have started this, you know, because I think I would have spent all my money on uh, smoking cigars in Boston. It's just, you know, cost <laughs> of living. <laughs> it's like what's the dollar in Boston it's four dollars is what it is That's right. you know <laughs> you know you, you go from there you, you order a beer and uh, you know in the city it's like alright you know, 16 ounce beer costs you six seven bucks I come here and they have happy hour we didn't have happy hour in Massachusetts <laughs> they have happy hour and it's like no wonder everybody's so happy and, and easy going out here because <laughs> you're buying beers for two dollars for a 20 ounce four you know <laughs> what do you mean dollar <laughs> so really, pint night <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like what is this and, but i mean a lot of the dollar beers obviously are, are the watered down stuff yeah. i'm not going to drink but but even the good stuff and so many good breweries out here um it, it's just it, it's, it's a nice area to live in it's a nice area you know raise family too and you guys you kind of you guys are in the burbs as well right i mean right. it's night and day from the city but um you know it's uh it's enjoyable i'm outside right now it's peace and quiet yeah. <laughs> i can't can't beat that you know i wouldn't have that in the city so, so yeah, and then here I am, and I'm, uh, you know, brings me to present day, and I'm sitting down talking to you guys over, uh, over a Zoom chat on a podcast about cigars. <laughs> Never thought I'd be doing that ten years ago. That's for yeah. sure. Hell, I didn't think I'd be doing this two years ago. Yeah, three years ago. <laughs> Good point. Did you know what Zoom was two years ago? Shit. Not many people did. Not, I mean, I think I had it on my phone, but I never used it because uh, yeah. I used it a few times because I'm a Samsung guy, so I can never like FaceTime anybody. So it's like, hey, I want to show mm-hmm. you this. Like, okay, you have to you have to zoom me or like do something else. Right, right. I only knew about it because I have a friend that's in, in tech and a bunch of these startups, and he he shot it out one day. And the same thing, I was like, all right, dude, that's great. 
nice, yeah. but we never used it until two months ago when everybody's using it. Yeah. Now six so, months ago, I wish I put stock into it, you know, just no kidding. Tell me about it. <laughs> but Sorry. Hey, what are you going to do? I've been doing WebEx for 15 years, which yeah. is a competitor of zoom. Cause that's the, you know, the IT, mm-hmm. uh, you know, angle of my, my existence, but yeah, zoom is a fairly new competitor, but, uh, yeah. Welcome, welcome to the big time world where you, you sit in <laughs> right. your chair for hours at end and, and don't move. Um, well, we look I, like we're working really. See, I, hard. I don't need that. If I'm if I'm on Zoom, Zoom at the wood shop, that's just something bad has happened. Probably. Yes. Mm-hmm. Probably. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking to a doctor. Yeah, like, hey, can I reattach this? <laughs> I yeah. yeah, I hear. You no, know, WebEx is uh, WebEx is like the Kleenex of like video chat, right? Like, yes. I mean, yes. it's, it's, it's just the brand name. name you know? the, yeah, it is. It's what it is. It is it's really what it is. I mean, it's good, but it's uh, that's that's really what it comes out to. You yeah. know. Speaking of like name brand stuff, do you know that Oreo is actually the knockoff version of Oreo? Do you know that? Hydrox. Wait, it. Like Oreo, Oreo cookie is actually the knockoff. What's the main brand? I, I don't know. It, it was some cookie that was made for Passover. That was like the first really? original one. And Oreo is the knockoff. Patty had the greatest meme this week. He said when the English, he heard an English person refer to an Oreo as a chocolate biscuit. Yeah. He said he understood why we had to have it the Revolutionary War. <laughs> <laughs> you just go, you go, what do you call it? Chocolate cream biscuit or yeah, whatever. chocolate cream biscuit. There you go. Yeah. Revolutionary War makes sense now. <laughs> you know, I just looked up uh, Oreo cookie. Uh, o- Oreo cookie original. And Hydrox. You were right, Mark. Hydrox. Yeah. Carvel used the cookies all kosher status as a selling point as the original Oreo recipe used lard. Yeah. Oh God. Oh my God. <laughs> Next. That's like Guinness just became <laughs> vegan not too many years ago. Wow. I mean, so there you go. Yeah. There you where's, go. where's the world going? Where's the world going? That's <laughs> what happened. That's, that's when the world started going to heck. Is when uh, is when Guinness went vegan. Uh, to be fair, it happened oh, over the Chiefs one. I think we've already settled that. We probably have. You have to bring that up every damn episode. Hey, I'm still world champion. Even though I didn't do shit. You know, I'm not sure we're going to play college football in the fall, but I really want us to play pro football so we can end that fucking nonsense. <laughs> Why? Because we're going to do it again. No, you're not. Aww. You paid your guy a billion dollars. Are you going to even have defensive players? <laughs> we're bringing back 20 of our 22 starters. Right. That's pretty fucking it's good. They're going to be good again. They're going to be good again. Kansas City's going to be good they're again. Be, they're, uh, I mean, Lamar they're and, and Baltimore, that's a team to watch out for. Sure. But, uh, Sorry, they're gonna. He's he's gonna get better. Lamar Jackson's gonna get a better a, a better passer. I yeah. promise you that. I mean, I the people are sleep, sleeping on him. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Fun to watch. He's just gonna worry about injury. Yeah. You know, and, and the, the way he it. jukes and like and like cuts though, like he's never gonna get hit. It's so funny making like he can make the best athletes and best defensive players just look like fools. He's got a big yeah. time arm. He's just got to work on. Yeah. They've got to work on getting that offense to take advantage of that. He's got to be more accurate, I think. But I, I think that's somewhat overrated. I think, I mean, in college, he threw the ball very effectively. Yeah. Well, and that's the way Louisville was set up too. So, mm-hmm. And Louisville, he got better him, every bro, year. Oh, just watching him go was like just like you just giggle. You just go, well, this isn't. And fair. you got to think he had the former coach that Arkansas had. Yeah. So I mean, he's a good coach. I mean, he just. You know, stick his stuff where it don't belong and gets, Bobby his, and gets his ass beat off a motorcycle. And that's yeah. why he's not here anymore. Yeah. Well, 
So. It's always good. Yeah, that's that's probably a story we don't need to tell on air. <laughs> he got in trouble with a little uh, intern action. In terms so, of, supposedly. So uh, let me, let me, no, let me that's that. not supposedly. A, so it's not allegedly. Somebody come, so nobody comes after us. Right. No. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly the, uh, the strength and conditioning coach got to him. Yes, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. I mean, these coaches, including the college level, they, why would they ever leave? Millions upon millions of dollars. They walk on water on those campuses. They can never do any wrong. Yeah. They've got everything at their fingertips, legal and illegal. I mean, it's such a great position to be in. They're always uh, the highest a, paid state employee. Always. It's insane. It's insane. Why, it's like people always say, like, why wouldn't Coach K go to the NBA? Why would he? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, what's, what's he going to do? Right. What's you know, gonna what's gonna what happened to What sucks know? is like being the guy after Coach K. You want to be the guy after the guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, how about, how about the head coach of Auburn? I mean, You're the second highest paid coach or person in Alabama. Oh, true. Yeah. Well, it's like Dallas. <laughs> like, look at Dallas or, or California. I mean, you have major schools. You have UCLA, yeah. USC, Cal. Yeah, I don't know. Why. That's crazy. You, in college, you control the whole world. You have control over everything. You have, both. you said, legal and illegal mm-hmm. levers you can apply, and there's no reason you should. Sure. And you got booster money to go ahead and yeah. you can literally pick up, play pick up the best kids. Yeah, yeah, you can you can literally pay players, and they're the ones that get in trouble, not you. And yeah, so, right. Like well, look at Coach K in in Zion. Right. They bought yeah. uh, nothing happens to him. So they bought Saban his house in Alabama. Yeah. Just bought him a five million dollar house. <laughs> just or a booster did. Well, the no, school so, did it. Right. Me. Well, sure. Well, they bought what's his name out of the Arkansas contract. The boosters bought him out oh. of the contract when they wanted him to go. Mal- Malzahn and coach. No, uh, the guy before who oh. to go coach with the Patriots. Big oh guy. yeah, the um, yeah I forget his name. Who's going to jump on Who's his that? wife after beating LSU? What? Uh, uh, but um, what year is this? A couple years ago, beat LSU at LSU. And then they ask him, so what are you going to do, coach? And he says, I'm going to, I'm going to go hop on my wife. I'm going to go hop on my wife. Oh, and he, my what, what he meant was I'm going to go get on, hop on the uh, plane with be, my wife. Uh, Bielema? Bielema? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bielema. Yeah. Brett Bielema. Brett Bielema. And then he went out to New England uh, for the oh, Patriots God. afterwards. Yeah. yeah old, old Wisconsin huh. coach. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember that. That's funny, though. I mean, you got to watch what you say. <laughs> yes. Yeah, down here in SEC country, because there is no pro football down here. So yeah. it's all college sports. See, this, that's the difference. So I'm not a huge college sports fan. I enjoy watching the games. I don't get into it like most people do, like the rest of the country. Uh, I do get into, you know, much Madness tournament. I do like, you know, the the, um, the bowl, bowl season for football but i think it has to do with where i grew up you know in new england we it wasn't a big college you know college town at all as far it was for schools but not for big time sports division one sports um we never had anything boston college was maybe the biggest one ever and then when holy cross in in, in worcester was in the ncaa tournament you know the whole state turned upside down yeah. <laughs> being excited about some small school like that but you know we didn't have that we just had our professional sports and then it's a complete you know, 180 from where you guys are and from even out here. I mean, this is Ohio State land as well. It's either, yeah. it's 50 50 Ohio State, or I would say 45 45 Ohio State and the Browns, and then the other 10 percent are split up between Cavs and Indians. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, it's, it's like here, everybody's, it's like, everybody has a transplant team. Nobody, since we don't have a pro team, 
And even college-wise, there's one college in the northwest corner. So even if you're in the central or in the south Everybody's part, a Hogs fan, though. Pretty much. I mean, if you're from here, yeah. I mean, right. you're, you, but it's like even if you're from, say, Jonesboro and you went to A-State, you're still a Hogs fan. But it's like because they never play each other because they don't want to get beat up by little brother kind of thing. It's kind of like the same way with, with me being a Jayhawk. We never wanted to play um, – uh, uh, fuck – the, Wichita, State. Wichita, Wichita State, yeah, oh. because we never want to get beat by them, and we finally met them in the tournament and got beat by them. So right. it's just like, yeah, you're scared of the mid majors in basketball. Yeah, well, I mean, should have played them in football. I mean, we uh, we we're, we finished the season number one this year. So. Yeah, no, Saturday exists down here, and I'm you know I being originally from Illinois in Chicago, Sunday exists up up north. That's just the, mm-hmm. that's the difference, yeah. right? It's Bear Town, much like it's a it's a Browns uh, town. And, mm-hmm. and so when did you smart start smoking cigars? So, you know, you're, like you said, you said you're in the early forties. How long, how long have you started smoking? How long have you been smoking cigars? What was your first cigar? Do you remember? Wow. Yes. You know, I've been asked that before and it's funny because I don't remember the exact first cigar. It's been, um, it's, it's over 20 years. Um, uh, yeah, I'm in my very, and I'll stress very early forties. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> well, or just above my upper thirties. Um, yeah, it's, it's been over twenty years since I've actually, you know, been smoking cigars. I started getting really, you know, more into it, taking a deeper dive, probably about five years ago. You know, really getting into it, and understanding what's behind it. You know, the blending process, the different tobaccos, the origins. Um, you know how Cubans are overrated. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, stuff like that, and. You know, how did, you know, a $5 cigar can be 10 times better than a $25 cigar. Just really kind of getting into it and then developing my palate even more to understand, you know, what I enjoy, um, uh, which is pretty much a wide range of everything. I can smoke the lightest of light uh, and, and enjoy it as much as the heaviest cigar out there. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, the, my first guess, my guess at my first cigar Based on the time frame, and I do remember having them, is probably uh, a gas station special, Garcia Vega, is probably the first cigar. And I even hesitate to call it a cigar, but it didn't have a wooden tip or anything. So, you know, (laughs) so, and I think, you know, it's because of the name. It just sounded like it was a cigar. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, high high class 16, 17 year olds, you know, and and, uh, yeah, I know I wasn't 18, but well, well, we can bleep that out if you want. Uh, For seventy-two FDA, cents, and you know. yeah, <laughs> don't want the FDA coming back after <laughs> twenty-four years. Um, but yeah, that's uh, so. I would say right about then. But like I said, probably about five years ago, I got really, really into it. And, and I don't want even want to call it a hobby, just because or a way of life. It's just something I, I fully enjoy. Um, I, I mean, I get a ton uh, done when I smoke a cigar. Some people say they get a lot, a lot done while they're taking a shit. Um, <laughs> I do that. But I guess I'm done more done when uh, when I'm smoking a cigar. I mean, you just get to sit there and relax with your thoughts, and and you get to plan stuff. And to be honest, that's how my monthly cigars was born. Just kind of going through the process of learning about cigars, developing my palate, getting a better understanding of the industry, uh, not only from a consumer standpoint, but getting to know you know lounge owners, spending more time in the lounges, getting to know the lounge um, patrons, you know, which. You can never really find a bad person if you sit down in the lounge. If you're having a rough day, go sit down and have a cigar in the lounge. You'll spark up a conversation in five minutes, and your shoulders will 
we'll just slouch a bit. You'll, you'll just relax. You'll be good the rest of the day. Um, unless you're smoking a shitty cigar and, and then you're in trouble, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, like I said, you're doing, it leaves you with a lot of time to think, um, especially when you're smoking alone and if, uh, you just got a lot of time there to just review what you're doing. I get a ton of work done when, when I'm, when I'm smoking. I mean, I'm on the iPad or I have a laptop out outside and, and, uh, I'll just be hacking away. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, it's something to do. Or on the flip side right now, I'm just cruising through rewatching Sopranos. I'm almost done. So <laughs> at the end of the night, I'll just watch two episodes and have a smoke and then go to bed. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when I say I get stuff done, yeah. yeah, when I say I'm getting stuff done, I'm watching Sopranos is really yeah. what I'm doing. <laughs> so. <laughs> Anymore. We need that, that decompression time. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. so uh, one of the questions that we asked, that's one of our sort of signature questions that we we ask is, um, this can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people, but we always ask you, what's your most memorable cigar? It can be the cigar or the moment or who you smoked it with or whatever. Um, but what's your most memorable cigar? Most memorable cigar. You're going to love this one. February 5th, 2017. I was in Las day? Vegas. No, I would, oh, yeah. I was in Las Vegas, Nevada. And the Patriots just came back from being down 28 to three in the Super Bowl. And <laughs> I was, I was smoking a, uh, Cuban Romeo y Julieta. And, uh, I was enjoying every second of that. Um, I bet. put that and, and, and the amount of money I won, uh, drunkenly betting a lot of things on the Patriots that day, even when they were down. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it was, it, that was a fun day. And that would, that would be, uh, my most memorable for sure. So I know you're a big Vegas guy because we've talked about this before. We have talked, yeah. Where yep. is your favorite place to smoke in Vegas? Um, I, you know, I'd be honest, I'm always hesitant to say it because I, I think it's like our little secret, but it's okay. really not. I just the, like the to tell myself I'm, yeah, <laughs> I, I just like to tell myself I'm very popular. It's actually the Walgreens over on the, no, I'm just kidding. It's, uh, <laughs> no, the, the rum bar at the Mirage. Yep. Um, okay. It's it's an outdoor uh, cigar and, and uh, hookah lounge, and yeah. you know we used to do the Super Bowl uh, every year. We did it for a few years, and we would go there. It was uh, you know a private party of uh, all you can you know you can drink, bring bring your own cigars. They had heaters up, and you know it was a, only a couple hundred bucks, but there was only like 110 people there, so it was very intimate, very cool, signed seating. It was awesome. So I always hesitated to tell people uh, that's where. You know, we enjoyed smoking, um, but since then we haven't we haven't gone back in a couple of years, and I don't know with all this crap going on now. Who knows when the next time we're getting back? It doesn't. Yeah. Look, I know TPE is the next time uh, I plan on going back, but yeah. man, I don't know. Mark Vegas doesn't look fun right now. It doesn't, it doesn't look fun look at fun. all. I've been. Uh, I know you you've been monitoring as well as I have, and I I'm a big Casa Fuente fan. Yeah. I've been watching the mm-hmm. news. It does it does not look like the Vegas that uh, I enjoy and all of that. It looks like a um, looks forced to be honest with you at this yep. point. And, uh, I'm going to let it become not forced before I go back yeah. because, uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. It's supposed to be a place that I go and take a deep breath and relax. And if I'm like wearing a mask everywhere <laughs> and there's plexiglass everywhere and everybody's freaked out rightfully. So I'm not saying they shouldn't be. Um, I just don't think right. that, that would be very relaxing for me. Yeah. And you, you go to Vegas that? for what? To be free, right? Like just kind of, you're there. Where else are you walking around? I mean, yeah. Very few places you're walking around just 
walking in and out of anywhere with a drink in your hand, just relax. A drink yeah. and a cigar. Yeah. Although they hate cigar smoking in Vegas has gotten to be horrible. I mean, they just hate it. They hate it. You could be as polite and as, as conscious about it as possible. Keep it away. Keep it under the table. And they don't give I a mean, shit. Nope. Nope. I mean, I had a dealer um, last time I was out there about a year ago. I had a dealer. I mean, I kept this thing under blackjack table everywhere, blowing away all that stuff. And her face is just, oh, she's making faces and waving her hand, not speaking English to me. Uh, you know, I turned to the, the pit boss and said, I got I to gotta move to the next table. And he's like, why? I said, nah, she doesn't like to smoke. Whoa, whoa, it's her job. He got pissed. And I said, well, I'm going to move anyway. And I turned around and he's just chewing her a new asshole, <laughs> just yelling at her right there. It was, was kind of comforting to see that. But, you know, I don't want her to get in trouble. But at the same time, it's like, don't yeah. work in a smoking environment if, right. if it's going to bother you. Yeah. Well, it's like there's a there's a uh, piano bar uh, down here in Little Rock that it's a smoking club club lounge. I don't know what it is, but it's uh you go there you can smoke, but they hate cigar smokes. But one of the one of the rules is it's like a so if you go up there and you called up to like do this a stupid song and dance routine, or if you have to make a request where you got to go up to the stage. But the house rule is if you uh, bring your drink up there, you got to down the drink. If you have your smoke in your hand, you have to like smoke it up there, like in one drag. I went up there one time with a cigar and they're like, you know, the house rules. I'm like, there ain't no fucking way I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Willie D's. <laughs> yeah. Willie D's. Yeah. yeah. It's closed now. Cause apparently they, oh, okay, uh, good. <laughs> nicotine poison some guy. <laughs> Keep that place open. Yeah. Oh, no, no yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, that was the, that was the place where my friend said he was a country fan. And, uh, and and then they played uh, Jamie Johnson and then two Garth Brooks songs in a row. And then at the end of the second Garth Brooks song in a row, after my wife had sung at the top of her lungs on three songs in a row, she got, he leaned over to me and said, who were those people? And I'm going, I thought you said you were a country music fan. You've been talking about how you're a country music fan all night. The last two were Garth Brooks. <laughs> Even I would know that. <laughs> right. Those were <laughs> Garth Brooks. Every, you know, you would, you know, like friends in low places is a piano bar staple. I <laughs> right. mean, everybody sings that. Right. The other one was the dance. Everybody knows the dance. I don't know the dance. Yeah, you do. If you heard the dance, I I don't know it by name. If I heard it, I probably know it. I always say uh, country music to me is just it's a totally different the new world. Is, yeah. Oh god. Yeah, and, and I, I always joke with my wife, and, and she she's into country. You can line up ten country singers and give me the names on one side and their faces on the other i i, I would maybe get one right yeah. i would just guess everyone is named luke every guy is named luke that's <laughs> yeah. all I, that's, that's as far as i can right. guess yeah probably right yeah. and uh i'd love to write a country song i always said when i was younger I said, you know what i'm gonna write a country song and i'm gonna sell it that's a goal in life some goal to have but um you know like i because I, I feel like i could yeah. i feel like you just write one but now i guess it's a little different i don't dive into it i'm not as big into music as you guys but yeah. um but I, I can totally see how it's, it's like you said, was it new country that we call it? Yeah, new bro, country. Bro, bro country. So Aaron, I gave him mm. some of the hardcore country, some of the, the stuff. And, and then after I gave him Jason Isbell, he came back the next week and he went, dude, that's some of the saddest shit I've ever heard. No, I think I said depressing. <laughs> depressing like, it was shit. Most depressing. <laughs> About like, not wanting to die in a super eight, uh, yeah. a drug overdose. Yeah. Just let's see that in a fucking pop song. Well, that's not country. It's it's funny you say you would like to like uh, write a country song. I used to work with a guy who his ex wife uh, wrote. uh, Mark, I'll need your help on on this one. 
a sexy tractor or tracker tractor sexy? Uh, don't my tractor. My tractor she sexy? thinks my tractor yeah. sexy. I know that name. Yeah, so she wrote that song and she's getting royalties out of it. Oh, that's ass. a huge song. Yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, there you go. That's crazy. Yep. So if you oh, hey, maybe I should, so just write maybe about should like a, into a, that goal. Yeah, write write about like a, a truck and running over a dog oh, sure. and um sure. you know and truck like, beer porch uh, porch uh, wife or girl tailgate tractor how, how, how those things how yeah your, your cousin's looking really good in the moonlight maybe um, <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else I'm missing yeah I just remind <laughs> you of that Jason Isbell song <laughs> where he had where he had the song about about going out to a bar with the girl who was dying with cancer I'm just saying yeah elephant of, elephant I know that I remember that's the one I chose I'm just saying there's there's country music that isn't that there's a yeah. ton of country music that is that and it deserves mockery but. Well, I There's mean, a bunch yeah. of people who write serious. You know who just died this past week too? Charlie right? Daniels. Yeah, Charlie Daniels. Man. Red, white, and blue <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> There's a red, white, and blue motherfucker right there. He he was he, he didn't mess around with it. I have to say my the extent of my country music uh is probably Kenny Rogers. Yeah, <laughs> no, I love Kenny. I, I still look good. I was actually just trying to listen to something the other day, but Alexa wasn't uh, wasn't complying with me for some reason, and, and uh, my kids thought it was good, but uh, it wasn't. So <laughs> he enjoyed not having to listen to dad's crap. So, so one of the yeah, uh, you got you guys are heavy into music, man. I can't, yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't keep up with you. Well, and we'll we'll dive into that segment later on. But uh, one of the newer questions, uh, actually, you're going to be the second time ever asked. Um, we oh. asked we asked it next, last week with Leanne, but uh, what do cigars mm-hmm. mean to you? And the second person, I couldn't be the fifth and listen to four uh-huh. other answers first. <laughs> Try and put something together. Um, that's a good question, just because you know I think you guys understand you are going to get a variety of answers. You know, yeah, no um, two answers are going to be the same. Absolutely, and you know I, I hate to you know play the cop out. It's just it's hard to say because it does. It is so many things, you know, it's, it's, uh, meditation, re- relax time, downtime, yeah. um, de- decompress, uh, well, it sounds like very depressing, is it, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, everything's so down. You've been listening um, to Mark's music. <laughs> you know, um, no, it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's also social. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm big on the lounge, uh, scene. I, I have my local lounge and, I'm there quite often, especially during the winter time. I'm probably there three, four days a week. And just that social aspect of it, yeah. um, you know, even friends of mine, we hang out and smoke cigars and the golf course and cigars. And we try to incorporate it into as much as we can, you know, cookouts, barbecues, et cetera. But, um, in, you know, if I were to pick one thing, it's just, you know, decompressing. It's almost a meditation and just relaxation, you know, it's, uh, it means all a lot. It's also business for me, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, but, but I don't, you know, I, I'm having fun doing this. I don't see this as a business at all. Um, I do when I look at the numbers, obviously, but, uh, and what's coming in and out, but, uh, you know, it, it's just, it, it can mean a whole bunch of different things. I get it to a bunch of people and I'm excited to see what your future guests say. Um, but for me, it's just, I would just, it's more of a lack a relaxing, uh, type of atmosphere and, and product you know yeah, yeah. i'm interested is that a good answer many, <laughs> yeah but I think, i'm interested to see how many people say community yeah versus relaxation because i i get a little bit of both i'm like you i there's times where it's very just 
yeah. meditative for me. And then there's times where it's very community oriented to me. I'm, yeah. I'm like you, I, I get both of those things from that. I'm interested because mm-hmm. like Deanne, who was on like a month ago mm-hmm. to me when she and I were talking she's a, about, she's a communal. Yeah. She, it's all about community for yeah. her. And I think for some other folks, it's very much all about the meditative. Like Tim describes yeah. Yeah. it very much about, you know, in a meditative, but he also has, there's a community aspect. Yeah. I think there's, I think everybody has. Yeah, a no, I, like I, I, yeah, I agree with you. I, like I, I'm a hybrid of the two. Sometimes I come up here just because right. I need to see my, my non blood family. Yeah. But then there's other times where I've always said like cigars bring me back to zero. And yeah. I just need that That's after dealing with work or yeah. dealing with you or, or whatever. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like that's torture. <laughs> I'll make it torture, buddy. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, because it, it's it, it's one of those things. Like I, I uh, like last week, I had Monday and Tuesday off, and I just wanted to have a day of cigars. So I knew, like Monday, I came up here because I would be talking to everybody who was up here, and I can communicate, just be whatever. I went to Conway to work because I knew that it, I could actually just sit there and work and not like yeah. deal with like seeing all my friends and stuff like here and like, I actually get stuff done. So it's like, it, it was nice to have, you know, yeah. kind of two ways and same thing. Like, like I'll sit out on the balcony, like after, after the end of a hard day or whatever, sure. I can, you know, mm-hmm. put my headphones in, listen to music, you sure. know, have the waterfalls and the fire going on. It's like, sure. all right, now I'm like getting back to being sane again. Getting back to that, that direction. Yeah. Well, I'm going, going in that way. That's how I am. That's how I am in, in, with, with life in general. Yeah. I mean, I'm 50, 50 right down the middle. I, I love being in the middle of everything. I just love seeing what's going on. I love being part of everything. And at the same time, just as equal, equally as much, I love being left the F alone. Like just yeah. relax. <laughs> and just kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. And th- so this whole Corona thing is kind of nice that people are staying away, which is what yeah. I've wanted for a while. Yeah. You know, let me decide when I want to get in the middle of it. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's, 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 it's crazy. And I think that's a good, uh, that's a real good range to look at. I never even thought about it even after I said it, you know, the relaxing side and the um, community side. Yeah. And it is, it's split 50 50. So here I am at another therapy session, uh, all the cigars. <laughs> and it's all I got to do. Uh, who needs to pay for therapy? I just do podcasts with you yeah, guys yeah. and everybody else. <laughs> I mean, Jeez. I mean, cigars can be almost as, as expensive as therapy. So you might as well like uh, God, yeah. enjoy it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I sure can. So what kind of, what kind of cigars do you smoke? I know you're, you're somewhat like me. You smoke a lot of different types of, but what, where, you know, what do you have a go-to? What, what kind of cigars do you smoke? I know, obviously, when you put together the box, you've got to smoke a lot of different types. But yeah, um, what kind of, what, if you're on your day, what do you smoke? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, generally, it's, it's day by day. It's feeling like with anything. It's almost like, what do I want to wear today? Um, what do I want to smoke today? You open the drawer and the humidor and yeah. Yeah, you go to the next drawer or you pick something out from there. You know, I'm a hoarder. I like with cigars. I mean, I have stuff that's, five years old that I, I should smoke and I always pass it up and I'll probably never smoke the damn thing because I'm just going to keep passing <laughs> them up every day. I'm always going to find an excuse. Like, no, I'll wait for, you know, a special yeah. occasion on that. But really, I'm the same way. What's, yeah. what's the difference though? I mean, yeah. I get mad after I, I'm not smoking it and I get mad. I'll get mad if I do smoke it. So I'm going to lose. <laughs> um, but either way, yeah, it's, it's, it's a wide range. If I, you know, if I had to pick or a go to, I always, you know, tend to go medium or higher. Uh, uh, strength wise and the lighter cigars as long as it has full flavor which can be done i mean i think that's a misconception people have is yeah. the lighter the cigar 
God, it's not, it's just not going to taste like anything. You know, you're not going to get anything out of it. You can have a light looking cigar in full body, you know, depending on what's inside the wrapper makes a big difference, but yeah. most of it, most of the leaf is the filler. And I don't think people realize that, you know, um, I like spicy stuff. Um, you know, I'm a huge Lijero fan, yeah. uh, Corojo. Um, you know, if I can get something with, with massive amounts of Lijero, that's not going to, you know, bowl me over. I'm in, I'll try it. Um, but yeah, if I were to just sit down, I, I would go with lean medium uh, to full uh, most of the time. You know, I guess my my number one, I don't really want to call it my number one, but you know, my go-to, and I always have some on hand, believe it or not, is a Rocky Patel Decade. I mm-hmm. mean, that cigar for me is, I don't know, there's something about it. I just love the way it tastes, uh, the smoke, the smokeability of it, just the construction, the burn. There's that, nothing wrong with that cigar. I don't think I've ever had a bad one. Um, I don't know what, drew me to that but uh if i can't pick something out i know i can take that uh and pick yeah. it up um, kind of thing kind of yeah it's like one of those things and i am like a creature of habit habit sometimes even though i do smoke a lot of different cigars obviously you know for the club but i do it for myself too you know to try and figure out what i like because you guys know palettes are ever changing yeah you know, you're not going to like the same thing in five years potentially that you like today yeah. Yeah. Uh, just because it's gonna have a different profile to it so and there's always something different to try. There's, there's, nobody's had everything, you know. Do you have a um, uh, preferred size or Vitola? Yeah, I would say Toro generally. Uh, I enjoy Robustos for the part that um, it's kind of a quick smoke uh, of sorts. I don't say too quick, but maybe an hour or 15, okay. you know, I can, I can make it go. Um, but a Toro, if I can get an hour and a half plus, I'm comfortable. Yeah. I'm not a quick smoker, but I'm not a slow smoker either. Um, it's... Uh, yeah, I'll smoke anything. The only thing I don't like, I'm not a big fan of uh, big fat ring gauges, yeah. you know, 60 plus. Yeah. I have a real hard time with those. It's just, yeah. You know, I feel like they're always going out on me. I can't smoke them the same that I'm smoking like this uh, Toro now. And just, I can't, it's not the same. I'm yeah. always relighting. And you got to constantly work it. Yeah. yeah and, and, you, and that's the key word. You're working at it. You know, for me, a huge part of whether or not I enjoy a cigar is the experience. Yeah. So, you know, am I, am I relighting this? Is it burning terribly? Is it always going out? Uh, is it cracking on me everywhere? Is it poorly constructed? Just, if it's not, you know, a well-constructed, well-put-together cigar, it's not enjoyable. I don't care if it's, you know, a Padron 26. Like you said, you know, it's not, <laughs> it's not going to be enjoyable. Yeah. Maybe that is, but... Yeah. Uh, you can make it work, but you know what I mean. No, I'm I'm the same way. Like I, I mean, I'm I'm one of the biggest Lancero fans out there, but it's a cigar. Like you constantly have to like you have to baby it, but it's kind of like yeah. you can over baby it, you can under baby it. It's it's a work, but it's yeah. the same thing. But it's the same way with like those big 80 gauge uh, cigars that a bunch of people, especially at our shop, really like. But it's just like they're constantly relighting it. You got to go through a whole butane torch of, of, fuel, of mm-hmm. fluid just to keep the thing lit. That's just, that's too much, too much. for me. I just don't know who looks at them and says, I want that. We do. I will name and shame. Yes. He named names. Well, the Lancero, <laughs> you get a unique flavor profile. Yeah. So I feel like it's Absolutely. worth the baby. It, it's worth a baby. Yeah. But I always say, if you're going to smoke a Lancero, you better have time to commit to it. Uh huh. But if the big ones, I'm just not, I agree with you on that. They're just not worth the effort. Yep. yep. So, so, uh, yeah, and I've, I've come to like Lanceros. That's another thing, just not, not that rep, but you know, over time, I would never go grab a Lancero ever. I, I would just, who the hell wants to smoke a pencil? 
you know, and <laughs> lately, <laughs> lately, I, 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 you know, you learn more about cigars, you learn how, you know, the different Vitolas are, are going to have different strengths and different taste yeah. uh, profiles. I mean, they're going to be similar, you know, in the same, same blend, but they're still going to be a little bit different and, and learning that that's part of what, what I'm trying to do with the club too, is teach people more about these types of things. Cause yeah. most of it is, is education, you know, it's just trying to get the word out there about every, everything about cigars that, that, that I can. And, you know, working with guys like you uh, to help spread that word as well and just build the community. Cause it's one of the best communities out there, I think, you know, Amen. by far. Um, and yeah, so the, the, the Lanceros are, you know, I'm, I'm come to like those. I'm a huge fan of the, um, uh, Aladinos in that yeah, size. Yeah. 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 I mean, those are phenomenal. Those, Cause I know Rob's going, Rob, Rob's a big, he, 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 he just recently jumped on that. that. Yeah, yeah. I've heard great things. Mm. I know, uh, I know, yeah. uh, in particular, uh, cigar uh, Nick at Cigar Pulpit yep, yep. is a big Lancero Aladino fan, and he's he's been uh, he, he has been shaming me that I have not had one yet. Yeah, I, I think they have them at Riverman. Riverman, yeah, and they uh, do. Yep, and yep. I need to I need to get up there. Yeah, I, I got turned on to Aladino when I was up in KC, um, and it's I think that was the first time I had one, and it was I was like, yeah, this is a because it does like I like I like that spicy in a cigar. I like I like that that hotness. And it's I, all Corojo. Yeah, I got a lot of that from that. And I and I love love that cigar. Whenever it, like it can clear your sinuses, but like you can tell like oh yeah, I just smoked a cigar. Like that's Aladino mm-hmm. is right up there. If you ever smoke a cigar and you don't realize that you smoke a cigar, that's <laughs> that's not a good cigar. Yeah, not a good one. <laughs> Well, speaking of cigars, let's talk about uh, what we are having. While I pull up the notes on ours, you know, tell us what uh, what you're getting out of the uh, out of the Martinez over there. Oh man, it's, uh, I'm getting uh, an awesome cigar. Uh, for me, you know, I'm probably turning into a broken record saying this all the time <laughs> on the shows that I've been on and, and talking to people. Is I'm probably the worst person to give you flavor notes on on cigars. Yeah. Uh, I'll smoke until I'm, you know, blue in the face and I'll enjoy them. And, but I can't get into the pinpoint. I don't know if I'm a minority in this or, or what, but, uh, I can't give you things that I hear all the time, like the leathery, the earthy, uh, hay. It's just, for me, it's because it's probably something that I haven't eaten. Like I've never, I've never chewed on a leather chair before, uh, <laughs> or eaten a belt. Um, you know, or uh, someone said the other day, or lick the saddle. <laughs> <laughs> or, or as Mark says, a gag ball. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's just, so those things I don't get, but I do get, um, you know, actual foods, you know, and, yeah. and most of it's going to be a coffee, an espresso, a chocolate, a yeah. barbecue, you know, sort of different kind of burnt uh, foods. Um, like cause sometimes I'm awful, yeah. awful cook. Yeah, 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 for sure. I was thinking more along the lines of the shitty cook and the burn things that I can taste that in cigars yeah. sometimes, but, uh, which is probably not good, right? You don't want to taste shitty food. <laughs> let, um, me, let me ask you. So cilantro yeah. to you, what does cilantro taste like? Do you like it or does it, does it taste like soap? Cilantro? Yeah. I don't mind it. I like it. Okay. I've actually, I got some behind me right now. You can probably see my background is the, uh, the little, herb gardens here on the uh, on the railing um i don't grow it because i would end up killing it within a week but um i don't mind it i like it uh yeah it's not soap doesn't come to mind at all is that what you get well you know because i've i've when whenever somebody says like i can't pick out a lot of flavors i always ask them about cilantro because like 
and it seems to be like a lot of people who can't get those flavors and those tasting notes. Get soap out of that? They get soap out of cilantro. You know what I get soap out of? Soap? No, a La Gloria Cubanas. Really? Oh, yeah? Yeah, I get a strong soapy taste. I love cilantro. I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a cilantro. I, eat, I love I cilantro. I eat cilantro. I'm now going to drive to Nick's house and get out of his backyard. <laughs> um, oh, my God, yeah. You should see it. I got another the garden below this that uh, you can't see as well. It's just everything. It just looks like a jungle down there. <laughs> well, I'm, but, yeah. You should not. I'm not great at tasting notes either. I get some pretty and, – and Doug, Dougie Fresh, makes fun of me because I – there's some tastes I don't get. Yeah. Um, and I don't get a lot of woodiness. You, yeah, you don't get woodiness. I, I, I can really tell when a cigar has a lot of, has either a little or a lot, le- a lot of leather. Yes. Um, I get you're super into leather. I am super into leather. Um, I, I like, I mean, it seems to be, I always say, I like that stank. I like that funk. I love yeah. a mothball cigar. I love, yeah. I just, yeah. I like that. And, uh, you know, I, unfortunately, I don't get it out of this cigar because this one has all the other flavors I really like. Like, uh, you know, with, with the tea, it has a lot of the cocoa-y. has yep. a little bit of leather, some nice nice earthiness to it. But cocoa, I mean, it's a Nicaraguan Puro on this one. Yeah. I mean, so you're going to just get that real nice richness. I mean, just the the soil where this is grown at, I mean, it's just, you know, jet black. So you just get all those full flavors, that nutrients. It's, I mean, why? What? <laughs> you just described the soil. This is grown at like you've been there. Well, no, but I've seen like the volcanic pictures of it. Uh, I've okay. seen the volcanic soil and everything. Okay. So the sizes that this one comes in, it comes in a, a short Churchill five and a half by forty eight, a robusto five by fifty two, Toro Grande six and a half by fifty six, which that is what we are having tonight. The Toro six by fifty two and the Lonsdale six and a half by forty four, which that one is my favorite size of this one. So mm-hmm. the Lonsdale. And the Martinez comes in. It's Toro Robusto, right? But it's yeah, a, like a, yep, like a tor- uh, forty-five. Yeah, tor- uh, it's a torpedo. It's like a torpedo yeah, kind like of. Melicoso, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, so, yep. And that's that. what I got. That's what I got today. Yeah, that's my. That's what I got today. I mean, and again, not because I'm not getting flavors on it doesn't mean I'm not enjoying the hell out of this cigar because yeah. I always do. I mean, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah. It's smooth. The construction, the razor, it's razor sharp burn. Yeah. I mean, these guys know know what they're doing there, and I keep saying it over and over. You know, they are the best kept secret in the industry, even though they've been around 46 years, yeah. you know, and that's, that's what I love about Martinez is those guys have done more for the cigar community by giving other people their start yeah. than they have for themselves. And I think they're right. Rightfully so it's their time to, to step out from behind yeah. the curtain, you know, yeah. and time to shine and rightfully so, man, their stuff is fantastic. And, and I'm going to say it here cause I say it everywhere. I want it on record that I am the very first person to go ahead and push the flat iron over the 45. That's it. It's on record. It's clear. Okay, Dave, that's enough. <laughs> I don't, I don't recall that. <laughs> I feel like I was there when that happened. I should have remembered that. I am old. You, weren't, you probably weren't there, but, but it happened. Trust me. It happened. I wasn't, okay. you weren't there for a lot of things in history, right? Uh, I, I was, no, I was actually there for most of it. I was there for most of it, actually, as Aaron reminds me. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not that far behind. Well, I guess I'm far behind you, but yeah. I'm the I am the young. Just young, remember, young I'm not America. only older, like way older than you are. You're 36. I'm 36 now. Right. Yep. You've outlived Hank and Jesus. As, yes. As well, which we've come to this, which we've come to decide. I look like Jesus. I act like Hank. So you do. That's true. And, uh, I'm 54. So that's, that's a whole 18 year old difference. 
You could be it's an my, adult. It's, it's, it's an adult whole, difference. It's an adult you could You could be my dad if you I could. really messed up when you were 18. I did. I don't think I messed or if he was having way. fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> messed up, having fun, one or the other. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. no. Messed sure. up or doing it right. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Actually, yeah. No. Yeah. Nah, he was doing it wrong. If that happened. So let's face it. Uh, I think it was in Arkansas as an 18 year old. All right. No. So music this week, we actually had our guest listen to it as well. Yep. Yep. Um, so this week was brought to you by Kevin, fan of a friend, a friend and a fan of ours, which I'll say friend first, fan second. Yep. Um, he gave us apathy. Where's your album? Question From mark. 2000, by the way. 2004. 2000, 2004. 2000, it says on mine. <laughs> on Spotify, it says 04. So. Right. Well, we'll, we'll split the difference. Say 02. They didn't have candy cane on there, so I'm not trusting their <laughs> shit at all. So this was a, it's an East Coast style yes. uh, artist. Hip hop um, slash I th- rap. I think, I think he's from Connecticut. That's what I got oh, from. Oh, there's no question. From some he's of the songs. He's from Connecticut. It's in one of the fucking songs. Yeah, it's in, from the, it's in one really? of the songs. Yes. Um, His so. name is actually Chad. Yes. Also in one of the fucking songs. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so why don't you lead us off, Mark? On okay. So first, okay. Of all, so again, I don't know what you're choosing. You don't know what I'm choosing. We right. might choose the same song. Also, Nick, um, listen you know, to we, a little bit of it, but was not necessarily as into it. Oh, as I, I can, I can fill you in. You, if you want me to start off filling in, yeah, I, I couldn't get through any of it. So that's not, that's <laughs> that's my album review. And I, I really, I tried. Hey, you gave me a call. I tried. Try. Yeah. I did, yeah, and, and it's my college try, uh, which is even lower than low. Um, but, but yeah, it's uh, it's something I couldn't get through, and I thought I could because I, I mean I enjoyed, you know, I was very into rap around that time frame, and um, but I guess I was not into his style. And knowing he's from Connecticut probably makes the world a difference. <laughs> that makes sense now. So I I really enjoyed this album. So I um, first of all his. Uh, his lyrics were clever. His turn of phrase was was interesting and funny. Um, uh, his topics were repetitive a little bit in yeah. the fact that it was primarily about bitches and hoes, which um, <laughs> is not words that I like using. Um, but he, I say that because he had a song called "The Bitches," which is actually on the list for one of my favorites because. He had the lady come on named Eternia, mm-hmm. who then talked about guys not being MCs or kings, yeah. but being a bitches. And you know the guys being so, the bitches. Yeah, so it was a and good, it was funny. It was a good song because he, they flipped it. They flipped it. Yeah. And pointed out that there's whiny bitches on both sides of the aisle. Uh-huh. And I thought it was funny and yeah. it was clever and it was well written. That, that one made my short list as well. <clears throat> Mary's song, which is a song about the man living in virginity, which is To an older woman. And like oh, the, geez. so I was doing the math. Um, <laughs> you were doing the math. I was doing the math on she, Mary's song. She, he said that she was, was 30, I believe when he was 14, 18 years, 18 or 16 years, his senior. So I was like, wow, he yeah. was like in yeah. high school, yeah. you know, behind the shed at the house. And I was yeah. like, right. But, but yeah, it was one of those ones where like, it was uh, like, he, was like, he stole, she stole his heart the first time because he's like, he's never had like that peak again kind of thing. Right. Which again, that one was on my short list. Yep. That was, um, um, there was womanizer was great. Um, I enjoyed a lot of the songs on this. Um, the problem I had with a, a lot of the topics were they were a, about, um, demeaning, um, 
women, which yeah. I'm not really a fan of musically. And I, to be honest with you, I'm now becoming an old white guy. I have a problem with a lot of music in this context where it's about demeaning women because, and listen, rock music has this problem and country music has this problem really bad. But if your song is about demeaning women, but it's up front uh, on this, I, I know, but I'm out on it Yeah, because um, I, I have a mother and I have a wife and I have nieces Yeah, and I, I just don't, I don't do that. Um, uh, and uh, so I want to talk about a couple songs and um, I'm looking for the second one, but the first one is personal Jesus, yep. which samples personal Je- my personal Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that song yeah. because you think at any mode moment, Depeche mode is breaking out with my personal Jesus. Yeah. My own personal Jesus, which um, for the record is one of my personal favorites. Um, which he did well. He sampled a lot of good songs. He did Seven Nations Army. <laughs> um, strong. Uh, which, you're, you're pl- which you're playing it now? No, I'm playing it now. Whoops, my bad. <laughs> right. No, I'm not playing shit. Dude. I'm playing it. We can't play live music on right. here, dude. All right. So, so I, but I'm choosing uh, Doe for Clothes. Because okay. I, thought, I thought the lyrics were particularly tight. I thought it described being poor and and dealing with the issues of when you don't have money and dealing with all these, these posers around you who have money, act like they have money and they don't. And I, I thought dough for clothes was the the song that I'm going to choose. Okay. Having said that the best song on here for a lot of really sick perverted reasons is the janitor. janitor. I'm not choosing the janitor. Because I know you're choosing the janitor, my friend. I'm not choosing the janitor. I wanted to choose the janitor because I believe he samples a Doors Yes, he does. And he references Um, a glory hole, which is a nice musical reference. Yes, yes, until you realize that it's talking about a janitor that's a pedo. So that's when it quickly... Uh, hits, Turns the, uncomfortable. hits the break and I'm like, Nope, not choosing that one. Yeah. Um, but so I decided to go with, uh, the most wholesome song on here, um, <laughs> which was, uh, can't nobody. Um, okay. Uh, f- with, uh, featuring a band that we actually is already on our list of styles of beyond. So yeah. it, that one was a good one because it yeah. was like, you know, his girl has been with him through it all back whenever he was just named Chad and not apathy yeah. back when he from was Connecticut from when he was nobody. And now he's Let's actually trying to make a baby. Yeah. So yep. I, I like, I like that one. Wasn't the only, that wholesome. The, well, no, the only thing I didn't like about that song, but it still, I, I liked it enough to overlook it is like, there's like a weird chipmunk singing area of this one. <laughs> what um, the fuck do you hate about chipmunk? It's just, it just, I don't need Alvin, Simon and Theodore, uh, all I up in like the business. But that's that's the one I went with. That was, uh, um, that it's, an was inter- it's an interesting album. Yeah, yeah. I, I I will say two things. Dude, not Merce. No, dude's not Merce. Um, but his his lyrics were were tight. Yeah, I mean, he, I I love the sampling. I love the sampling of like Seven Nation Army, like you said. You know, personal Jesus. He had a some really nice yep. samples, and they I've listened to some like, other albums, like yeah. Seven Nation Army as a backbeat to a hip hop song really works well. Yep. I mean, just the baseline. And then you actually have, you know, uh, Jack white singing. I mean, of course it wasn't on the album. It was sampled. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, I liked it. I like that one, but uh, yeah, I'm going with can't nobody. Okay. Nice. So, well, we'll, uh, we'll go with our, uh, our choices later on yep. in the 
uh, in the show. A little Waylon Jennings for you. Yeah. Oh, oh nice. I'm I'm reading about this guy right now. I should have done this before. Chad Bromley. This guy's 18 years older than me, and the only the only associated acts, according to Wikipedia, that I recognize is Be Real from Cypress Hill yeah. and Exhibit. That's it. But I mean, he, I mean, and he's I don't see, really underground. Yeah. Yo, yeah, he must be. And, and this album must be because I don't see it's not anywhere on his. It says his first major release was his debut album, Eastern Philosophy, in March 2006. Yeah, that, I don't know when this came out. You said 2000? Well, he so Apple Music says 2000. Spotify says 04. It says there are hmm. 15, maybe 20 Apathy albums. So, There's a lot. That. Oh, it's a mixtape, 2004. Okay. Yeah. It's, called, it's under his mixtapes. Yeah, so this um, one would be one, two, three, four, five. What was his six, name? Chad Bromley? So on Spotify, this is 10th in order of release yeah. so yeah so it'd be mm-hmm. mixtape adrian and and uh kevin and kevin were were pointing out other songs that um that i should check out of yeah mr chat <laughs> mr chat yeah. man you guys get deep that's all i know you guys get way deep <laughs> that you, that you heard you heard all of that in, in that album that's uh that's impressive yeah, i mean we're, and like that you guys how- can do it I mean, I, I listened to it five or six times. I listened to it twice today. You listened to it how many times? Five? I listened to four or five times. I listened to it once today. I listened to MERS again this afternoon while I was working on requirements for my job and was listening to MERS, that MERS album you gave me again yeah. today, because MERS is now like my rap guy after Will Smith, because Will Smith is the GOAT. Yeah. But um, but that's different, right? That's, you know, mm. you know, because he's the GOAT. Totally different. So, well, I mean, he's your GOAT. He's the goat. Well, I'm sorry I couldn't put more into that for you guys. I mean, no, I, I, I tried. No, you're, the, you're the first <laughs> and guest I'm a, who's tried to contribute on yeah, that front. That's awesome. And I'll, I'll, I'll hopefully, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just uh, wish I could have given you more and I mean, it's, probably shit it's the not, bed there. But Yeah, it's, it's not hard. for everything. Like, like honestly, last yeah. week's album that Mark gave me, it wasn't – it wasn't for me either. It just, it, it was missing. Is that the a, Cadillac three? No, no, it was, uh, Amy Rigby. Oh, Amy Rigby. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You so, didn't like her. Well, it, I got further with this and I think I'm going to get with my homework from uh, Gator over at the pulpit. He, he wants Nick and I to watch. And I already forget the name of the movie. And he just told it to me the other day. Oh, f- uh, fun with Dick and Jane. He's like, <laughs> next time we talk, you guys have to Ooh. watch that movie. It's hilarious. <laughs> Okay. It's, I mean, it's I, I one of I'm Jim Carrey's like worst movies ever. Yeah, it probably sounds something. like it, right? I mean, it's not, it's not prime, like dumb and dumber Ace Ventura. I mean, it's yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm going to watch that. So I'll probably go over two on my podcast home at the time. <laughs> for sure. I'm going to flunk out. So tell us a little bit about how my monthly became and got off the ground and how long uh, it's been around. Sure. So, like I said earlier, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, it kind of came about just from me starting to get more into, um, you know, cigars again, like I talked about earlier, just kind of smoking more, getting more interested in blending and, and developing palate, et cetera. And, you know, I, I cut my teeth on cigar clubs. I learned a hell of a lot, uh, back in the day from cigar clubs because I didn't know anything. Uh, I just knew I enjoyed, you know, the aspect and the action of smoking them. Uh, it was relaxing, but I wasn't really sure. 
I was under the, you know, the naive mindset. like, well, it's darker, so it's got to be a heavier cigar, and I, yeah. I can't smoke that. I won't like it, you know, things like that. Um, so, you know, over time, it's just kind of looking at it, and I just decided, well, let me go and, and join another club. And I was out there looking, and there's so many different clubs out there, and a lot of them are fantastic. And, and there's room in this, uh, in this industry for all different types of clubs. But that was just the thing that I, that I noticed was the common theme was there was different clubs for different pockets of the cigar industry and for the market. I was looking at something like, well, where is there something that encompasses everybody? So that's where I kind of developed the idea of maybe it'd be good to have a cigar club for everybody. So hence my monthly cigars, a cigar club for everyone. And that's the whole idea behind it is really just kind of educating people on what's out there helping people develop their palate. You know, each month I try to give a, a nice variety uh, of different flavor profiles, strengths, uh, different types of, of tobacco, wrappers, et cetera. Um, you know, so you can, so you can understand what you're, what you're smoking. Uh, you know, you get the information card and the insert and you get it, you know, the, the breakdown of here's what the filler is, here's what the binder is, you know, whether it was a cigar of the year or top 25, et cetera. So just as much of the, basic information as possible. Um, and then I want, I, I think smokers should decide themselves what's good and what's not. Uh, I don't think cigar aficionado should tell you, I, I understand why they do it. I, I get it. And, and you know, most of the time you guys know they're right. But at the same time, how many times have you read about a cigar that was fantastic that you guys don't like at all? I mean, it happens. That's because every, every palate is different. Every, every smoker is different. And, and I knew that going into it. And if I could hit, you know, three out of four, every month with the four cigars that are, are in the boxes each month, I think I'm doing my job. Like, I, you know, I, I hit, I hit the, the goal I'm looking for. Uh, am I going to hit a grand slam every month? No, I, I don't expect that. But with the value I'm trying to put in uh, doing this so people can learn rather than going out, uh, learn, learn on sort of a budget rather than going out and buying boxes of a cigar or samplers of the same cigar. And, and uh, I try to equate it to you walking into a, a, a lounge. You know, Aaron, if I walked into your lounge and bought all the cigars this month individually, you know, I basically put the MSRP on there, on my cigars, you know, so because I have the MSRP guarantee on uh, two of the two higher levels where basically you're going to get uh, the MSRP, the cigars are going to be valued more than the cost of the box guaranteed. And they always are. Every month they're, they're about 10 bucks more than, than that. So, um, so that's how I equate it. Because if I'm going to go out and buy a five pack of all these things, I'm spending way more. And if I only like two of them, you know, I'm stuck with, with what, eight other cigars that I just yeah. blew money on. Or yeah. if I bought a box, I got 19 other cigars that I, I'm not going to smoke because I don't like them. I'm out 150 bucks. So uh, I, I get it that the, the clubs aren't the end-all, be-all. I mean, you should definitely support your brick and mortars. I'm 100% advocate of that. Um, I, I think you should be buying boxes if you enjoy them enough. And, and just go out and, and support the community and the industry. Um, put your money out there. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's not, if you want to stay in the club forever, Hey, listen, I'm not going to tell you to get out. It's not, <laughs> not way it be a bad business. But, um, you know, it, again, it's really just the tagline of cigar club for everyone. That's really what I wanted to do because I enjoy literally smoking cigars with, with everybody. I mean, you get, you know, you're one or two people you don't want to be around. That's uh, that's life. That's normal. Yeah. But, but you guys know, I mean, Aaron, your lounge, I mean, Everybody probably talks to everybody, yeah. you know, I've never been in there, but I can already picture it. And guy walks in says hi to probably three people that they know right off, right off the bat. 
yeah. sit down. Maybe they meet somebody new. And, you know, I always talk about it. You have different walks of life in a lounge, you know, different classes and levels of people financially. Yep. And it doesn't matter when they're sitting down smoking a cigar. Everybody's on the same page, you know, it's, and it's nice. It's nice to see it. that that's the community aspect of it yep. that I was talking about earlier. So, so yeah, we've been around uh, a little over a year now. Uh, just put out the uh, 14th box nice. uh, for July. Uh, next month will be 15. And um, I'm having a blast doing it. It's one of those things where, you know, you always want to kind of make a hobby, turn a hobby into a business. Yep. And uh, I did that and uh, I'm humbled and I'm grateful that I was able to do that, the support I received and the support I'm continuing to receive, which is beyond humbling. Um, I never thought it would get to this point. Uh, to be honest, I always thought it would just be something fun to do. But, you know, I'm growing at a pace where I'm really kind of having to buckle down a little bit more and yeah. <laughs> it, take it, you know, still have my fun, but add that a couple percent of uh, seriousness to it, you know, <laughs> um, which has always been there, but at the same time, I'm having a blast doing it. Uh, I'm meeting awesome people. I always knew I would based on my experience in the industry. I'm meeting people like yourselves, getting into this podcast community, which I love. And I think is fantastic for the cigar industry as a whole. Um, you know, it's just, you guys are in people's pockets. You're on people's, you're in people's cars, you know, all day, every day. And what you say goes a long way. Um, it may not feel like it, but you're reaching thousands of people on a monthly basis. They're just talking about the best industry out there. Um, but yeah, so I'm, like I said, I'm having fun with it. Um, you know, uh, we're, we're growing quickly. Uh, this is actually probably one of the uh, highest gro uh, growth months I've had since we started uh, Good. last June. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm, and we have a lot of things uh, on the horizon as well. A lot of plans, uh, a lot. I've already got a lot planned out for uh, 2021. Uh, that's how far out we're looking and, and uh, I can't wait. I'm, I'm super excited for it. Working with some great people. You know, one of the, the, some of the people I was talking about earlier with Martinez, uh, Dave and Jesus, I mean, aces all around. You guys yeah. know, yeah. you've talked to them, you've dealt with them. Yeah. Uh, great, great people, great cigars, great service. I mean, just all around aces. Uh, I can't say enough uh, good things about those guys. Uh, and I'd be remiss if I didn't, you know, dig on Dave for his internet connection being, being horrible. Um, <laughs> uh, and he hates that I talk about that. So Dave, I he love does. you. And, uh, you know, I had to get that dig in there because otherwise it wouldn't be, you know, a conversation about Martinez without Dave's internet connection. So, well, um, next month's AOL CD is in the mail. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We were on the earth. We were talking about that. Yes. <laughs> we were talking about we were. Dave's running out of minutes. He's throwing quarters <laughs> into the machine. Yes. I'm no. sorry, Dave. Aaron continued it, not me. <laughs> yeah. I just fan in flames, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. No, but absolutely. it's like it's like what you said. You know, you're you're there. There are a bunch of other, uh, you know, c cigar monthly club c clubs. You know, we're members of other ones, but it's the same thing. Like with the the cigar podcast, there's a bunch of other cigar podcasts. You know, it's not like we're in competition with with each other. We're here to make the community and make the culture better for everybody. I mean, we work directly with. Uh, you know, you're part of the, you, you're helping with the collective, which is four other podcasts that we've become friends with just to help get the, the, the love and the, the nerd of the cigar out there. And that's just, uh, you know, that's just part of the, uh, what, what comes along with the territory is mm -hmm. we're here to, you know, be a crutch and support each other along this journey. Yeah. I'm a big yeah. fan of, 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 uh, cigar clubs. Mm -hmm. I, I've been a member of a cigar club for a long time. Like I was a big, I was a cigar.com member back 
20 years ago, right? Yeah, yeah back when uh, internet just started. You know, just when, yeah, yeah when Dave mm-hmm. was still getting the AOL CDs. <laughs> and so, um, and, uh, and so I've, I'm a big fan. And one of the things I like about it is you get to try stuff new. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's brand new to you. Sometimes yeah. it's an old friend. Sometimes it's something you haven't tried in a while. And that's why I always encourage people. It's one of the things I liked about your club. You get to try stuff that you don't see regularly. Maybe it's something you've seen around that you want to give a try to. It's the thing that I, you know, there's a lot of people who are serious cigar smokers who, who aren't big yeah. cigar club fans. And I always say, why would you miss the chance to smoke one cigar? Give a chance to try some stuff that you're not smoking. And so I'm a member of three. Yeah. My sister buys me one and I'm not even sure what that is. I'm a, I'm a member of my monthly. Um, yep. And so I, I, I'm, you know, I just sort of, I like having sort of random cigars show up at my door yeah. so that I can go, Oh, cool. And then I try stuff out and then some stuff I go, yeah, I like that, but I, I'm not going to invest in that. And then uh-huh. some stuff I go, Holy crap. I love that. I need more of it. Yeah. I need more of that. And that's what I'm right. looking for. And and I always joke, you know, I love smoking the rainbow. And uh, you can't find that 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 cigar you love if you're smoking the same thing all the time. So that's what I love about cigar clubs, and that's what I love about. Yeah. Well, it's even with me, like working at a shop. You know, I, I get stuff, I get new stuff all the time at my disposal. But there's still time every time, like with a with a monthly membership like there's always something new like hell I don't, I don't i don't have this in in my shop so yep. it's still something i'm learning or getting in at my disposal which like you said you know you smoke it you love it or you smoke it, you're like okay i'm i'm you know i don't that yeah, yeah. You know, i don't need that one i don't need to buy but like I, this one i did like i need to find i'm on the hunt now for boxes and you know like whenever i right. travel that's what i always do I always try to find like the handful of cigars i know that i can't get at my own home shop but I yeah. know there's plenty of other shops out there that still do get them. Because I know we were talking about the Itchy Bond, which I heard you mm-hmm. smoke on the pulpit with with mm-hmm. Nick and Gator. And now that's like Aaron and I have been talking about. Boy, mm-hmm. we want to give that a try. That sounds cool. You know, that's, right. we have never heard of that one. And you brought that you know, to our attention. That's the kind of stuff that we love hearing about. Like, let's, t- let's talk about these cars. We've, I, look, I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the ones we've heard about, but you know, it's just that that uh, sort of air of sort of exploration, and so yep. it, that, you know that's cool, and that's one of the things I know you you enjoy uh, you doing as well. So that yeah, I know you you have a blend. I mean, you talk about your being you know a, a cigar club for everyone, but um, how do you pick the cigars that end up in your in the box? That seems to me like like the coolest job ever, yet the hardest job ever. <laughs> Biggest pain in the ass ever, too. No, I I hate to call it a labor of love because, you know, I don't want to even call it a labor, uh, but I I just love doing it. And for me, it's, um, you know, like I said, I like to give that variety. I like to give as much as possible, just a a wide range of, you know, flavors, strengths, and tobaccos. Uh, Because, again, my goal is to help educate our members uh, of the club to, to understand better what they like, you know, what they enjoy. Um, you know, do you like, maybe you didn't know. Cause I, when I first started, I, like I talked about earlier, I didn't know I would really enjoy 
darker Maduros or or heavier cigars or Lijero or something with Corojo that was, had a little bit more kick. I did I didn't know that, and then I tried them, and then it's holy shit! I love these things. Like they're in my humidor all the time, you know. And I'm whenever I see a cigar and you read the blend, it's got Corojo in it. I perk up. I want to try it if I haven't had it before. Um, but as far as choosing the cigars, you know, I, I basically just have a running list of um, of cigars that uh, I've had or I'm interested in putting in or maybe even are kind of the, um, I, I'm kind of struggling for the word for it, desired people. People are looking to have, maybe try. Um, you know, I want to put that in there and, and just, again, spread these brands. Maybe they're unknown um, and they deserve to be known. Maybe they're a $7 cigar in the shop that you would pass by all the time because you maybe and it's not i do it you know sometimes you stick your nose up at it and seven dollars that's not going to be as good as this 15 dollar one there's yep. no way yep. but that's not the case you know but that way there at least i get it down to the members they try it and they like it and then they realize if they realize oh wow i i, I should go buy a box of these i could smoke these every day i've done my job you know what i mean the club has, has served its purpose and you know going back to what, what you said a, a little bit ago mark about you know, um, what, when people join these clubs, you know, you don't understand it. And I don't either at times, but I, but I, I do understand the certain pockets of the market. You want to try, uh, there's just a different level of smoker. Let's put it that way. You want to try these brands, these boutique brands, you know, all boutique all the time. There's nothing wrong with them. I mean, boutique brands are, are phenomenal right now. You guys talk about it all the time. We've, yeah. not, we've talked about it. Um, but I think clubs in general are, ideal for three people in the industry or three, three portions of the industry. One is consumer for all the reasons we just talked about. Yeah. You get to learn what's out there. You get to learn what you like and develop the palette. Uh, second is for the uh, manufacturers because where else are you going to hit, you know, thousands of people that you haven't had your cigar in front of them before. And you're not even doing anything. We're, we're the ones doing it. I'm the one that's deciding, you know, I'm going to put the city bond in there and Hey, you never heard of it. Guess what? Thousands of people now know what the, the Ichiban is, you know, and maybe they go back. I've had I've had uh, members come back and already buy a bunch because that's part of what I wanted to do when I started the club. I noticed there weren't, I didn't see any club, to be honest, at the time where you could get a monthly box. And if you liked what was in there, you can go back to the site and purchase it. Because I know a lot of the brick and mortars don't carry a lot of the cigars that are in these clubs. Right. They have a select few. But that's the third part, I think, that benefits from any cigar club are the lounges, are the brick and mortars, because members go in and go, hey, do you have this cigar? They may like the cigar. So they may have come up to Aaron. Aaron, I had this, the Itchy Bomb last week. Do you guys have? I love it. Do you have these? No. Now it maybe sparks you to write down, yeah. think about it, maybe do a little research. And maybe next thing you know, in two weeks, you get a box or two in there. Yeah. So it, yeah. it's just things like that. So I think it encompasses, it, it's a cigar club for everyone as far as, members go and cigar smokers but i really do think it it encompasses everyone in terms of those three levels the manufacturer the consumer and uh and the bnms who yeah. makes the itchy because i know we've talked room about 101 101 room 101 yep yep, yep. and it's room a and it's a bundle stick correct i was just gonna say yeah which is which is great and that's one of the things i love about the club too is i can put those in and a bundle cigar that i know is good and no one and, ever know well, I mean, I don't, I don't hide it. Yeah. I don't say, oh, oh, this is I, I'll come right out and say, it. this is a bundle cigar. Hell, I put I think, the bundle picture on, on the insert. <laughs> so when you open the box, you get a picture of a bundle right there. And if you don't know, I guess you don't know. But, um, but yeah, the, the idea is, again, it's for everyone. Right, it's yeah. a cigar club for everyone. It doesn't mean because it's a bundle cigar, it's a bad, cheap cigar. Because yeah, no. now they, some, some companies don't do boxes. 
yeah. and they have phenomenal cigars, and they have, and they put them in bundles, yeah. you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, like I said, I, the whole range, of, and that's what I like is I can play with a whole range of, of cigars too. That's pretty bad. Well, and and to add on to two things like what you touched on, you know, a, a, a cigar club for everyone and reaching out to everybody. It's kind of like the same way why we do our podcast, you know. There's plenty of people, let's say you're in the middle of uh, Kansas, in the plains of Kansas. You know, you're not going to have a cigar shop at your disposal. But now with with the clubs, you now get that avenue the same way with like why we do our podcast, because we want this podcast to be like a lounge, uh, you know, a lounge avenue that you can listen to Mm -hmm. us. You can listen, you can smoke the same thing or just smoke anything, whatever, but you still get that kind of camaraderie. Um, with, you know, the two of us just bullshitting, which more times than not is 90% of what a cigar well, lounge is. 60%. I thought we agreed. No, on no, no. 60%. I'm saying like in a lounge yeah. oh. though, it's like in a sitting in a leather chair, it is just bullshit. It's just, it's sports not talk. It's it. whatever. Not I mean, but I that's, but that's what it is. You know, you, not everybody has Mine access. Is all factually accurate. It's a hundred percent correct. Bullshit. I never bullshit. But no, it's like not everybody has a brick and mortar on oh, corners. Sure. Not everybody lives in a capital city. Nope. Not everybody lives in a big city that has a cigar lounge. So it, it you know, clubs give it give consumers that avenue yep. to try you know, some stuff out. To, to, well, I think they're to great. Get that yeah. Even when I've lived in big cities yeah. and capital cities, because huh. that's where primarily yeah, I mean, that's I, what I mean, yeah, I mean, I still belong to because I, I think they provide a value to anybody. Yeah, and I think it's because it gives you an avenue to get something new in your in your uh, humidor. Yeah, um, and I think they're well worth it. Yeah. And I think um, I'm just a fan. Yeah, and I think um, like you said, much like podcasts, I'm I'm always a member of two or three because. Yep. I want I want some variety every month. I also because I want to find something new that I like, and I'm uh, that's just the way I am. And I I think I encourage people. And I think what you do is a is a great example of trying to bring value out to the folks. Um, so uh, and I, I'm I'm a big fan of that. And so um, talk to me about what's in the July box. I know you just did an unboxing on, on the pulpit and, and on good cigars, which are good friends of ours, but um, I didn't actually get the July box. I signed up for the August box. So, um, so can you walk me through what's in the July box and make me feel uh, guilty for not getting it? Sure. Yeah. So now you hit a key point. Um, you know, one of the biggest things I try to do is, is give value. You know, I don't want a member to come in, and think that they're getting robbed or ripped off and because i wouldn't want to you know uh i understand when you go to a lounge you're going to spend you're paying msrp you know we don't have to go into specifics but aaron knows i mean if you're 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 not pricing these how you're able to get them through bulk online or in my club or any other club you're you're Um, paying for the electricity you're paying for the mortgage you're paying for the rent you're paying for mm -hmm. the chairs i mean each chair is a thousand dollars i call it rent (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, I call it, on my lounge. I mean, I, I have no problem. Whatever, I never question what the sticker is on a cigar yeah, yeah. when I go to a lounge, unless I know it's just crazy outlandish. Yeah. But you know, my my local lounge, I look at it as I'm paying rent. Yeah. That extra dollar or whatever it is, I'm paying rent yeah. to go in there and, and do work for a couple hours and shoot shit and relax. Yeah. I'm, I can't do that at home, you know. So I'm, I got to pay rent somewhere. It's cheaper than an office, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so July had a pretty. It was probably our lightest month. Um, you know, one of the cigars that we've been smoking a lot of actually had now uh, on the last couple podcasts. Uh, uh, shout out to the Cigar Pulpit and Al and Melissa over the Good Cigar uh, was the La Boheme. 
don't know if you guys have had that before. Mm, uh, fantastic nice. cigar. Was it actually? I think it was. I think 2015. It was the number 12 cigar of the year. Oh. 94 rating from CDA. Wow. So uh, well worth it. Well worth it. Um, and I believe that cigar was about uh, MSRP about thirteen dollars. Okay. So we wow. have that in the box. The other the other one is uh, um, Carlos Torano Decadencia. I've had that one. So that's a really light smoke, very sweet. Um, It's not a flavored cigar, but it it almost, when you take that, uh, you know, the the dry pull, uh, the cold draw, you get a a lot of sweetness. It's almost like the tip was sweet. But as soon as you start smoking it, tons and tons of flavor for a light smoke, for a very mild smoke. Um, The other one was the, uh, and that one is about uh, $14 to $15 retail cigar. Uh, MSRP. So the other ones we had uh, was a Bugatti, uh, and I don't know how they pronounce it. I want to say Poter, P-O-T-E-R-E. Um, and that cigar, it comes in boxes, uh, very, very mild. There really isn't much to it other than just a nice coating uh, of uh, on your tongue and your palate, and uh, just a very good uh, coffee cigar. So a very good morning cigar okay. or end-of-day cigar. So I don't know if you guys are huge coffee coffee drinkers or not, but if you are, that I would highly recommend uh, the Bugatti. And then, uh, you know, uh, going back to another bundled cigar this month was the uh, HC uh, Red Series in the Corojo. Uh, that I did a 6 by 60 And again, I'm not the hugest fan of the 6 by 60 but this cigar, value-wise, construction-wise, burn, draw, I mean, I don't have any issues with it. I've had a ton of these, not one single flaw. Uh, I can sit and... and you know, a good hour and a half to two hour smoke. Um, but it's great. So in, in total, you know, the box MSRP, because that's, again, I talked about it earlier. The MSRP in the box was about a little over 43 bucks this month. Um, so if you're getting the Robusto, which is four cigars a month, you're paying twenty nine ninety nine plus the shipping, you're getting $43 worth of cigars. Yeah. And again, if you walked into a lounge, you would pay more than, you would pay $43 and pr- honestly, probably more. Yeah. You know, uh, for each one of those individually, and you're especially paying more if you're buying them in five packs individually, yeah. you know, to try them out. Um, but then again, the the better value I think is the El Presidente pack, which is excuse me, the El Presidente pack, which is uh, double the Robusto, so it's eight cigars a month, uh, and it's uh, two of of the four cigars I just mentioned. So now you're looking at uh, you know eighty six, eighty eight bucks worth the eighty eight dollars worth of cigars, and you're only paying forty nine ninety nine. So, I mean, that's where I want to put the value. So those are the, the two most popular ones. And then I've got the uh, the appropriately now named uh, Corona box, which um, is two cigars a month. And uh, that's that's 20 bucks. But that is, I, I like to call it a get your feet wet yeah. uh, subscription because you don't know. If you don't want to go out and get in, you know, four cigars or eight cigars, grab two cigars. It's 20 bucks. Yeah. It's probably less than you're going to spend in a lounge. You're not going to be intimidated by going to lounge, not knowing anything. You're going to get them delivered to you. You get your right. information card. You go to the website, get more info, and you smoke them, and you figure out if you like them. And if you want to jump up, you jump up to, to the Robusta one, right. the All President. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so th- those are the three levels we got now last month, and I've already started working on uh, August. Uh, um, we got a few actually really good ones in there this month. Uh, Obviously, I never give away what's coming out, so I'm not going to tell you that today. Uh, but, <laughs> we'll just have to but it's definitely, yeah, it, 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 it's going to be heavier, uh, not much heavier, but it's heavier than this box. And I said, this, this was the lightest box that I've had. I called it the Gator Box. You know, Jeff, the, the, the Paul yeah, likes really likes his, likes his light smoke. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, that HC, so. that's, that's a Zycar, right? That's the HC red. Is that, have you smoked those before? Aaron? Cause I think I have Zycar HC red. Doesn't Zycar make those? H- the HC red series. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. I don't know. They may, uh, that's the thing with a lot of these cigars is such a, uh, a tree that it goes down. You really, it, you don't want to give out misinformation as well, you know, but, um, I've smoked those. I didn't know that if it is. That decadencia, um, we actually had in the uh, shop that I was owner the, of, the Toronto, yeah, um, in uh, in Springfield, and the uh, manager Robert um, loved loved that cigar. And Jack Jack Toronto has been around forever, forever. but that cigar, yeah. it it originally, and I'm sure it doesn't come in a tubo, but it used to come in a tubo, and we it was like oh, 20, twenty one dollars. We sold it for like twenty one dollars, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one dollars, with the Illinois tax. Yep. But it was it was an expensive cigar um, because of the tax mm-hmm. situation in Illinois. But it was, <clears throat> boy, you got it was like a jammy cold draw. It was like um, what about the cold retro? Yep. <clears throat> the cold retro is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm I, a, I, I believe it. Look. Well, because you're smelling it. That's the thing. Like the, I get the smell. You're, you're getting, you're just expanding what he, I don't want to go into it. I, I, ro- I, I, rope, I rope a dunk, real. Uh, Nick into, uh, into that one a couple weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm clearly, uh, um, camp Nick on the yeah. cold retro. I'm, I'm Gator on that one. Yeah, I know. You're, mm-hmm. you're um, but no, no but uh, like, like what you're a, saying, you know, you, the, it's the, a delicious well, cigar and the, and the price of stuff doesn't you know, tell the whole story. Um, you know, I, the, the stuff I personally smoke is usually around between the 13 to $19 range. Um, but one bundles in that price, but, but one that gets overlooked all the time, like at least at our shop is the brick house and it's like six fifty, and it's amazing cigar. I mean, but, but people, but people turn their nose up at it because it is like, how is that? That that can't be that good because six feet. I'm like, no, like, do you like Fuentes? Fuente tobacco. I mean, it's and it's ranked high in CA mm-hmm. all the time. And it's Brickhouse just, is is to be honest with you, in, in my take, is better than most of the standard Fuente. Stuff yeah, I lo- I love by, like the Brickhouse line. Just by, uh, so the so by the a margin. Yeah, by, so like the the dollar margin. amount does not you know. There's a guy on who's a fairly new cigar smoker on when we do like the virtual herfs on uh-huh. on the uh, on the Discord, and he always apologizes for smoking Brickhouses, and I go. You shouldn't yeah. apologize to me. I I smoke Brickhouse seconds because they fill up my humidor. Uh-huh. Um, Keeps it regulated. They're, they're cheap yeah. and they smoke well. And uh, the Fuente family doesn't do bad seconds. Yeah, and like I mean the and, the, good and, the, and the mighty mighty Maduro. If you like Ooh. Maduros, oh man, it's such one a of the, good it's, cigar. It's, yeah, it's a really good Maduro. And so, yeah. well, and I also know that since I was up in Conway that. Um, You'd be surprised what comes in a bundle. That's all I'm going to say. There's well, cigars that people are craving right now. Yeah. Like searching wildly through the internets because they're rare. Yeah. And trust me, they don't come in boxes anymore. They come in bundles. So Andalusian bulls are now bundle or now coming in bundles. Um, you know, a lot are of, they really? Well, a lot of LFDs are because their box, their box production has just come to a halt during all you know all the pandemic and everything. Right. So yeah, there's there's a lot the more. Coronavirus is hitting trees. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess. I don't know. But you also got to think too. I mean, if you have and a change. if you have a big name cigar like the Andalusian Bull coming in a bundle, 
the brick and mortar, you're they're buying that they're paying for that box. That box is twenty bucks. I mean, yeah. at least with us, like we we put on that savings to the consumer. So that just means instead of it being fourteen fifty, it's now maybe thirteen eighty. So yeah. I mean it's it's not a it's not huge savings, but yeah, but I mean but if you buy ten of them, that's seven bucks. Well, up I in mean, the front right. corner of the shop is um, 150 boxes most of the time that yeah. are just empty, yeah, yeah. which you're going to give to some lady who's going to make doing sewing. Yeah, going to make something out of it. So the mm-hmm. fact is, uh, bundles are are probably better for the environment. I know you're a big tree hunger, Aaron. So um, <laughs> I um, I need trees in the world just because I make shit out of them. That's right. What. Uh, I guess <laughs> you are a tree hugger, actually. There you um, go. But um, and cut them up, slices them up. Yeah, but because, because <laughs> trees are the reason why I smoke. Yes. <laughs> because it gives me money. But the other thing sure. is, um, I, and I heard somebody say this today. Um, there's a lot of five dollar cigars that are ten times better than uh, twenty five dollar cigars, and that is a fact of life. I think the and guy the, that said it is right over there. I think he is, but I don't want to give him credit because <laughs> he'll get a big head, and then I won't be able to see him on the. But that's, a, that's an important thing to remember, and it's one of the things that I've learned. And the Brickhouse is a great example of that. There are really expensive Fuentes that are not as good as that Brickhouse. And I would there, there are fancy opuses that people will, will talk about that I think are just as good. I know that the, right. the opuses are rare, but that Brickhouse is a damn good smoke. Honestly, I think I would yeah. choose a Brickhouse over an opus any day. I'm some, yeah. somewhat of a rare slut. Um, so if you give me a rare cigar, I'm going to be drawn to it, but, um, I'm going to tell you that brick house is probably a better smoke. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you're talking rare, uh, if I can chime in on that, so I'm going to give you something now that you're going to really, really crave for. Um, and it has to do with our friends at Martinez. Um, they are doing something really cool right now. Uh, have you heard of, uh, heard about the rollers blends that are coming out? I've heard a little bit about them. I've not had a chance to smoke them. I am super fire. From what I hear, it is pretty badass, though. Yeah, I, uh, I'm I'm fortunate enough to have had one already. Uh, okay. I had one the other night, and uh, this thing should be in boxes. <laughs> it should <laughs> it should be sold and sold. But the, the awesome part about it is, is you know, they're only going to be. You're talking rare. There's only going to be 40 people a month that are going to be able to get these. So they're starting them in July. And they're going to be selling them at, uh, on MartinezCigars.com for uh, in five packs. And I think they're going to be about thirty five dollars for a five pack. Okay. Um, and they are uh, limited, so it's only going to be about two hundred a month. And because they're a rollers blend, the rollers are making them on the fly. He's going to come up with a blend and just roll with it because these guys do it daily anyway. They make yeah. their own cigars every day to yeah. smoke while they're rolling. So they took they're taking that, so they're kind of bringing the um, the rollers floor to your humidor, you know, yeah. uh, with these. And there's only going to be, like I said, about 200 a month. And, uh, once they're gone, they're gone. So they're going to be rare in, in, in the sense that nobody's going to make those again. There's 200 done, 200 cigars, not 200 boxes, 200 cigars and yeah. they're done. And then the next month there'll be another one. So what's nice is you can have that opportunity every month to get them. And I'll, I'll tell you that the one I had, and I got another one sitting in the humidor and, uh, now that I'm talking about it, I might smoke it tonight. Um, <laughs> it was it was it was fantastic. I mean, it was, it was all around the burn, the construction, just for something that was just whipped up by one of their rollers, you know, on a whim. And you know, blending cigars takes. I mean, sometimes it takes years to find the right blend for one cigar. Yeah. And these guys are just doing it like that, and that's why I say that 
still they're the best kept secret out there. Yeah. You know, they can do stuff like this. So yeah, keep an eye out for those. I think they start, uh, they may have started already actually on uh, Thursday. Um, okay. uh, was what's ter- uh, Thursday, the, Oh God, I don't even know my, my dates here. Uh, Thursday, the 16th uh, okay. is when the plant plan is for to have them out as far as I know, but keep an eye out because I'm sure Martinez will have some notes okay. on that. We'll and then, um, and then the other thing you're you're talking rare, uh, you guys are aware of because we've all talked about this, um, you know, with the collective smoke, uh, which I think is fantastic. I think what you guys are doing is awesome. I am super excited to be a part of it um, and work with you guys, and of course those podcasts being uh, you guys, the cigar pulpit down to the nub and uh, the good cigar. Uh, you guys are doing, I guess, God's work of the cigar industry, <laughs> getting that word out there. Thank you. Um, and I think it's awesome to partner up. Uh, the four of you guys and um, team up and, and spread the word. And, you know, Martinez is, is uh, a huge supporter of that as well. Yep. And, um, you know, going into the rarity stuff, because Martinez is going to be unveiling a brand new cigar at TPD in 2020. Uh, this cigar is unknown uh, what the blend is. It's going to be unbanded and unnamed. Um, but it's going to be a very high end tobacco cigar. And they're going to make limited numbers of them. Um, I think. From my understanding, there's only going to be four or five hundred boxes max. And luckily, we are going to be having some contests uh, starting in September. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, Make sure you follow Straight Cut, My Monthly Cigars, Martinez, and and all the other podcasts from Collective Smoke uh, to get more info. But um, there's going to be a contest. Uh, I can't tell you what the prize is yet uh, or how you're going to be able to enter. But I've already uh, debated on selling the company so I can enter uh, this contest. <laughs> uh, the prize is that cool. And, um, you know, people are going to get a chance to actually win the cigar. We may be doing something as well with uh, my monthly cigars. And if you're a member of the club, you'll have an opportunity to win uh, that cigar as well uh, before it's out to the public, before it's even unveiled at PPE, which is so cool. So, um, and actually, we just had the contest, the first contest we ran, the winner of that contest. Uh, has won that cigar already and they've won entry into the big contest. They don't even know what the contest is. They have no idea yeah. what this entry is and how awesome it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're, we're, I'm super excited about it. I know uh, Dave and Jesus are, are extremely excited about it and yeah. uh, I can't wait to be at TPE. Assuming all this crap goes away and life goes back to 50% normal at least yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we can all go, um, that's going to be a blast. That's going to be so much fun unveiling that and, and I'm going to have a blast helping to uh, give the cigar away to a bunch of people who wouldn't normally have the chance to get it um, because it's only going to be, I believe it's only going to be a retail cigar after that, yep. but with only four or 500 boxes, not many people are going to have it. Right. And uh, there's going to be a couple lucky uh, listeners and, and members of uh, MMC that are going to have a chance to get their hands on it. So, and there's a lot of other prizes too. Tons and, of other prizes and, as well. and to, to piggyback off what you were just saying about, uh, you know, prizes and stuff, you know, each one of the podcasts are having their own little, small little giveaway, which if yep. which if you're a listener of our show, you've probably seen our Instagram where we've put on there with Martinez, with my monthly and the three other podcasts. Um, it like you said, you you made you want to like sell the company to uh, yeah. try to win. Like seeing what all everybody's going to win. I think is, is it right now? Is it Al or is it no, Nick right now? It's Nick right now. Nick so right now. Cigar so, pulpit. The pulpit. Yeah, so yeah. Our, ours is coming up in a couple weeks. So, so be on the lookout for that. Yeah. But but for what is being given away or what you have the chance to win it's ridiculous ridiculous i mean it's well so first of all let's talk about the other 
podcast for just a second because yeah. I'm, I'm fired up about that. And this is a chance for us to sort of talk openly about that for a second. So let's do that. Um, we're, we're super fired up to be part of the podcast group. Yep. So we, we are um, down to the nub. Is um, Brandon and Tim are good friends of ours. Mm-hmm. They are doing um, great reviews. They're doing great interviews. I was on the um, their live uh, show this weekend. It was great. Um, and if you're not watching that live show on Sunday afternoon, that's yeah. it's really high quality content. They're really talking to cool guests. They had uh, they interact with their with their watchers. <clears throat> right. It, it was really good this weekend. It was with uh, with a couple of reviewers. Um, that I wasn't familiar with. So I got to meet some new people, which was really cool. Um, it was funny. Uh, Tim and it's such a funny, they do a great job of interacting with their guests and their, and their, uh, and their audience. So I, I've enjoyed that. Um, Alan, Melissa, um, <laughs> are, are new, I'm new to their podcast and I'm catching up. Um, and, um, if, if you like pairing your cigars with a drink, that is the show to listen yeah. to because they always yeah. do. And Al's a, a nice guy. Well, <laughs> Melissa's hilarious. <laughs> Melissa so, carries the show. <laughs> Melissa carries the show. I'll, I'll kick his coverage there. Um, but uh, the 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 pairing there with the alcohol, they do a great job of talking about both of those mm-hmm. and really, really doing that. And I, I think um, uh, it's one of the, the blessings of this this group we're in is I found their podcast. Yeah. Um, and the pulpit is something that I've been on for a while. I, yeah. I, I like Nick a lot. Um, uh, he's, he's funny and organized and, and, and comes from where I come from. So yeah. him and I have a lot of commonality and, and, then, Gator, you have Ga- and then you have Gator <laughs> Gator, who is just uh, fucking hilarious and in a very cool guy. So we're super happy to be collaborating with those other yeah. three podcasts. Um, that, so, so it's four shows and every show is totally different, totally different. It all, it all centers around the same thing <laughs> being cigars cigars, and that's the pretty much the one commonality. And then yeah. after that, it's, it's all, and we different. all like each other and we're, yeah. we're looking forward to getting together and, and doing some really cool things together. I think the thing I'm most excited about though, is the partnership we have Nick with you and with Martinez cigars, because you guys have brought a lot of energy to this and a lot of fun to this. We've we've been on a lot of calls and talks, and and this has been a lot of fun planning this and all the cool stuff we're going to do going forward. Um, I'm like you. I'm jealous of the people who are going to win yeah. really cool prizes because they are – I mean, I'm telling you, these prizes are off, yeah, the, yeah, so off we, the hook we, to we, act we, like a kid. You know, <laughs> the 100-year-old the man's going to – it's lit. Um, but the prizes are badass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so we, we've teased what the what the big one is starting in September, and that's pretty much yeah. what we're going to keep it at is just a big tease. Um, but the future of what the three or the four of us with – uh, my monthly and Martinez and what, what all is going to be uh, a lot tra- of fun. Yeah. I mean, Oh, it's just, it's going to be ridiculous. And again, like what, what you're saying, Nick, you know, hopefully um, TPE is, is a go because this is going to be something that is going to be yeah. uh, definitely worthwhile. And it's going to be really, um, it's going to be really cool to see that in person. Nick uh, Gervais and I and Gator in Vegas may actually be <laughs> the final stone in the um, end of the world. Um, but it would be a good final stone. That would be fun. Stone we talked about Vegas so much. Being. It would just be great. <laughs> that's, you that's, know? Where Gator, that's where Gator comes in. Right. Me, me, and Gator will, <laughs> yeah. me and Gator will run off. Yes. 
I yeah, yeah. I said to Dave the other day, you know, David, I'm so excited for TP. I said, and I'm also so nervous. I said, I, I've never been in Vegas to work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have fun, but man, how do I adjust to that? I said, I'm gonna have to save for a couple more days. Totally against how to do Vegas in general. Yeah. For me, it's just that the 72 hours on the ground rule, and you're out of there. Anything yeah. longer, you're just miserable. Yeah. Um, but it looks miserable now anyway. So well, hopefully by that time, like well, you said, Vegas is good. where you go where you don't get judged by drinking vodka Red Bull at seven in the morning. So, so and I'm I'm the opposite. Yeah. This is somewhere where you disagree because even when I go out for fun, I go out for a week to ten days, and I do a slower pace. And you and I've talked about yeah. that. Um, and like yeah. I've said, I've had my best moment in my life. Well, my, my in-laws live in Vegas. So when we go, we stay a little bit longer as well too, but we never like, I I've met more like uh, cigars off the strip than in the strip. I I see the Vegas that the, that the, that the regulars and that the people who live in Vegas, those places too. But, uh, like I said, best moment ever in Vegas, get married to my wife there. Um, and obviously the worst moment ever. So, um, but (laughs) bookends bookends. So, um, but, uh, well, that's, we talked about that, Mark. We talked about that. I got married out there as well. I got married at the wing. So yeah, you got married, you got married at a high end hotel. I got married at a hotel at the Riviera that they had to tear down once I got married. But there. did you, but either one of you get married by a fat Elvis? That's I the, wanted to, but Paula was not. No. Was, that, that. was that squashed? Okay. I, she, I said, I, no, I would we, like to get married as Elvis, which of course would be fat. Elvis. <laughs> she was no on that. I yeah. said as Elvis. And she said, no, you're not taking this serious enough. And I said, well, we'll be married forever. So I haven't <laughs> yeah. had a chance. No, we didn't have that. We actually had a full, it was basically a full wedding, just a kind of destination. We had the whole, like we would normally have locally, about 50 people fly out, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, super grateful that that happened. I mean, that's what a weekend that was. It was so much fun. Uh, we yeah, Vegas is, uh, yeah, it's great. I mean, and just, you know, you know, I'm from, uh, you know, Massachusetts. My wife's from Ohio and, you know, we just had people from everywhere coming in, which was so, it was humbling, man. It was just awesome to see the, those people that would just take, take time out of their, their lives, come you know, on. to just come out and spend a weekend with you guys just because, you know, you're being selfish and having this event <laughs> for yourself <laughs> and they're going to come hang out with you. But we figured Vegas would be a pretty simple sell. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a good time. Well, let's, yeah. uh, let, let's go ahead and give me the music that I've got to be listened to this week. Okay. Um, so I'm going to give you, um, uh, uh, I'm going back to blues and I'm going to assume this is on Spotify. Well, let me look real quick. Sue Foley, where the action is S U E Foley, like Sue Foley, like you would spell it S U E F O L E Y where the action is. Uh, let's see. Uh, yep. Got it right there. 2002. See, mine says 2005. (laughs) She's pretty. So not to, that is sexist. Not to judge a book she, or anything. She can rip it up on guitar. Okay. Um, for you this week, we're going with a local band, okay. um, which should be on Apple. It should be. Um, you are a big um, uh, Black Sabbath fan, early Black Sabbath. I which, am a big Black Sabbath fan. You can stop right there. So I think you will actually enjoy this band. Uh, okay. The band name is Paul Bearer, like P-A-L-L. B-E-A-R-E-R. I think I've heard of them. Um, so local band, they are one of the world's best doom metal bands. Doom. So it is slow. It's sludgy. It's, um, 
it's the 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 lyrics the albums are very doom nah, yeah so it's like medieval-esque kind of stuff um oh. so you're gonna have uh paul bear the album is heartless came out in 17 It did. As a matter of fact, we actually agree on that. I'm now adding <laughs> that to my iTunes yep. right now. So you will have that one for this week, and uh, so we're going. You're, we're kind of going back to our standards. You're giving me blues. I'm giving you uh, some some metal, but uh, metal that I, I think metal I think you'll enjoy, and metal you will keep in your rotation. Okay. Since because I know you are, like I said, a, a black. Black Sabbath fan and this Who does not like Black Sabbath. That's my question. Yeah. I, so yeah, this is uh, so Black Sabbath is their first, their first album. What was it? A, a bloody Sunday or whatever it was. It was Black Sabbath. Black. Oh, Sabbath. Black, yeah, Black, Black, yeah, Black. Um, that's a doom metal to me. Um, so it's the same way of this. Oh, so. Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath is not doom metal. It's Black Sabbath. Well, I know what I'm saying, but like a Black genre. Sabbath was like in 19. 19- Seven. Yeah, but it's like yeah, pre doom metal. Ow. You didn't have to label stuff something metal because it was metal. No, nah, there's so many like yeah, it's I mean, hard rock. Well, yeah, okay, if you were to label it now, that's what it would be. So that's what you got. Okay, so fair enough. Well, we want to talk about these cigars since we're finishing up on on these uh, the teas at least. The Mister T. I pity the fool who does not like this cigar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean this is this is a really really it's a nice cigar. cigar. Yeah, I I do enjoy this one a lot. If I'm a big Nicaraguan fan, um, it's my it's where my favorite tobacco comes from is Nicaragua. Um, I mean, again, I you know I it's cocoa-y. It's it is. It, it's, it's got it, a lot of richness. It's it's smooth. It is. It's it's a three quarter to full body. Um, it it probably is right there at the three quarter. It's it's so robust. It's robust but smooth. Um, I mean, you're nubbing the damn thing. I wish I had Carl's little pokey stick right now because I could smoke it down <laughs> to the nub. But I say okay. you look at that. You've actually beat me today. I know I kicked your ass. <laughs> um, yeah, but I I love I love this one. Uh, comes in a different. We have a couple different sizes up here at the shop, so definitely try it out in every size that we have. But uh, we're we're doing the Toro Grande or. Oh, you picked it out. It was it was a long one. Yeah, but I but um, if we do have it in the Lonsdale size, that's what I smoke it in, just because that's my preferred size of cigar gauge wise and everything. Um, but yeah, this one I really do like this one. Again, a collaboration between Matt Booth, AJ Fernandez, and Caldwell. Uh, you just you you can't you can't beat it. So how how's your uh, forty five going? Uh, same as always, fantastic all around. I mean. I know I, I've said a lot, but about, and I'll keep saying this, these guys make phenomenal cigars. If you haven't had Martinez cigars, uh, big plug for them, martinezcigars.com. Uh, tell them I sent you over there. Uh, it's not going to get you anything to tell them I sent you. So <laughs> I look cool with Dave and Jesus. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, speaking of uh, guys, if I can real quick, uh, before we go, uh, speaking of giving something, um, can I give you guys, uh, your listeners, a, a uh, a little uh, code to use on our site and uh, yeah. get some awesome. uh, perks on there for yeah. sure. I want to you know, take care of you guys. Uh, thank you for having me on. Um, anybody that comes on the site and uses the code in all caps, uh, straight cut, uh, they'll get uh, free shipping on the first box if they're a new member. So it'll be $5 off their first box uh, to cover the shipping. And then uh, they'll also be able to use it a second time to get 20% off, uh, you know, that cigars for sale. Uh, I'm an online retailer as well. Oh, nice. uh, you can buy, oh, you know, uh, past bo- uh, past cigars that have been in the boxes. I got a feature in the mon- monthly subscription section, a bunch of uh, other stuff as well. 
and uh, they'll get twenty percent off of that. Uh, and there's also merchandise on there too. So, um, yeah, so two two different ways you can you can use the code. So, uh, thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it, and I just wanted to extend that to your listeners. That's so, awesome. So, where can everybody find you uh, on the interwebs? Uh, the interwebs. Well, um, when I'm not running out of days AOL this minute, uh, <laughs> I, I am on. He's gonna, uh, he's gonna love everything <clears throat> that you're saying. By the way. I'm going to be talking to him probably after we hang up and, and I'm just going to tell him it went fantastic. I didn't bring it up once. Uh, <laughs> do you want the timestamps of when you actually said it? <laughs> nope. Nope. Let him do the work. Let him listen. Um, but yeah, no, it's very simple. I'm everywhere at, um, at my monthly cigars. Um, you know, and then my monthly cigars.com. So find that out. Stay tuned. I've got a couple other subscription uh, options coming up as well. I'm looking to do a few things with the members as far as a loyalty program too. Something really cool with that. Um, I mean, it's in the works right now. I'm hoping in the next month or two to have that uh, live. It's very, very cool. You're going to be able to be involved in, uh, I guess, I don't want to say, it'll be an exclusive group, put it that way. Uh, You know, I want to, I want to pay back my members. It's been 14 months uh, of boxes now and you know i've had people with me since day one and uh i couldn't be more grateful for it and, and i want to start giving back because part of the thing when i started this whole thing was i always say it i'm a broken record with them a two-way street you know i'm not looking for me 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 uh i want to help out like i want to help you guys out i want to help out all the podcasts we're working with i want to help out manufacturers you know i don't want you to just give me give me give me um because it shouldn't be that way. And to be honest, that's, like I said, that's 98% of this industry, yeah. uh, which is fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So everybody who's listening, take, you know, take heed on that and, you know, get some, uh, save some money because it's straight cut, all uppercase. Yep. Straight cut, all uppercase. Yeah. We, that's one of the reasons we like you guys and Martinez is you're both passionate about the industry and about the community. And that passion is, uh, is, uh, something we share and we appreciate. And, uh, and, uh, I think it's obvious. That's why we're such big fans of both you and, and Dave and Jesus, because you, um, you do have that, the attitude that is prevalent in this industry, but I think people, uh, should appreciate it. So, and I think they do. So and, and thank the, you for and, all you do. Yeah. And the thing that I always thank say, you. you know, support the people who support us. I mean, that's just, the easiest way to, uh, to, to, to do 100%. that. Yep. So you, you've listened to our show. Um, you know how we end every episode in a very stupid <laughs> fashion, which Mark loves dearly. I, I mean, love this. This, this, this is, is my I am the worst of these. I, I'm going to tell you this ahead of time. I'm, I'm going to jump in. I am the worst of these. So I will get this completely wrong. No matter if there's a right or wrong answer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just did something similar with, um, with Alan Melissa on the good cigar. Cause they do the ask Melissa. And, uh, oh my God, I just had the hardest time coming up with an answer. It was, well, I'll ask you guys, let me turn to you. Would you rather fight, would you rather fight an alligator or a bear? Uh, alligator. Why? Uh, because they have strong jaws, but they're really easy to keep closed. So that was kind of the, that was kind of the theme we went with. Yeah. What would you do, Mark? Um, I would fight an alligator because they can only run in a straight line. And so you could, um, are you bullshitting? No. Yes. They're, they don't, they don't zigzag. So you can, you can just this serpent- is a call out to my friend, Hob. We've had, I've had this you, you can just for ser- hours on end. <laughs> you can just serpentine and get, get away from an alligator. Yeah. You just serpentine and the alligator will stop running because it, but you have to fight him. 
well, you run. If you're fighting an alligator or a bear, you're an idiot. You need to run. I thought we would establish that. So uh, you got to fight him. So uh, I, I guess, no, no, no. I, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm a lover. About six months ago, we had Drew on whenever it was me and Steve right. uh, still. And we, we had a question of who do you think would win in a fight, a bear or a gorilla? And I'm the only one that took the bear. Um, everybody else took the gorilla. So they, on, on the Dan Lebitard show, they always have a zoologist come on every week. Mm. And they, and that was one of the questions that got asked. The zoologist took the bear. So it's because the, the zoologist who's known for putting a, you know, cause he's like a, he's like a, he's like a, he's like a, he's a dog fighter, but for like zoo <laughs> oh, animals. So no, no, no. I, the the Mike Vick of zoology. Right. Right. <laughs> I think I would go with the gorilla cause he's smarter. That's how I'm going bear and always go with the smarter animal. And he's got a longer reach. No bear. Bears are like 10 feet tall. Gorillas are yeah. like, Six seven feet tall, and they've got longer Which, arms. Ten feet, no. So think about Mike Tyson. Claws, man, claws. Okay, claws. It's all about the claws. All right. Who well, did Drew? Pick? Well, uh, Drew. Drew went gorilla, and he has seen Bigfoot. Oh please! <laughs> Sorry, right. I didn't mean to jump in front of you on, on yours. I'm I'm just trying to stall so I get I don't have to answer. Uh, well, at least with ours is it's either, yeah. it's either yes or no. There's no. It's easy. It's a fairly easy one. Yeah. No, right. these are fun. I'll do. I'm in. All right. Million dollars one time, but every full moon, so once a month, right? You get abducted by aliens, but no one will ever believe you. So you could just not tell them. I mean, I guess, but they're not going to believe you either way. But right, why would you tell them if they're not going to believe you? So you just have to keep your mouth fucking shut, and you get a million dollars. I mean, I mean, I don't mean to be critical. Are, are the but are the, just can you not keep your mouth shut? It all depends on if the aliens are feeling proby or not. Maybe, but still, you can keep your mouth shut. Well, you, okay, fine. You have to tell them, but they won't. No, well, you. now you're making up rules. Well, it's my game. <laughs> it is unfortunately. Yeah, Got to clar- clarify this for me. So is it a million dollars or one one shot? Million dollars or a million dollars a month? No, a million time. dollars one time only. Yeah, I'm gonna get abducted. Yeah. I don't care if people don't believe me. Nobody, half, most of the people don't believe in UFOs and aliens anyway. Right. So what so the hell? And I got a okay. million dollars. Okay. I'm going yes as well. Uh, as long as they're yeah. not probey, but I mean, I'm assuming I'm going to get probed. Um, let's add, then let's add. You're that. assuming you're getting probed. I hadn't even thought about that angle of it. Wow. It's well, like almost you're asking for it. You know, I le- hope they're probey leather, you know, <laughs> ball gag leather. I see it. Um, okay. Let, let's add to that. Do do you think aliens exist? Um, Deep thought. Uh, I mean, that's it. I'll say it's, it's <laughs> arrogant to think that we're so. First of all, there's a religious religious component that I'm going to take off the table for a second because I would offend a lot of people who believe that we're the only people in the world. But let's just take that off. It's fairly arrogant to think that we're the only the only sentient beings in the entire universe, knowing that there's billions of planets and, and infinite, and- infinite. It's it's fairly. Mathemat- ma- yeah, I'm the same way. Mathematically, but it's almost impossible. The Bible, Bible sort of implies that you know it's just us, but um, I'm I'm going to go with. Um, I haven't really thought much about it. I, I I think aliens exist. Okay, what about you? You think they're green? No, maybe <laughs> yellow. Know. I mean, they could be any color. You yeah, think I'm, I'm the same mindset. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same mindset. I mean, it's I mean, we're aliens to other 
species out there. You know, it, the universe is so big. And like you said, it's kind of kind of pompous and, and arrogant to think that we are the only ones that exist. Like you said, religion aside, I think what you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So, you know, same thing. You either believe in something or you don't. Um, do I think there's uh, aliens out there? Huh. I, I, yeah, it's a good possibility uh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I want I mean, for a million dollars, I'd like to meet one. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> me getting a million dollars. Yeah, but, I I mean, but it's, it. it's one of those things you can on you can put it on your calendar until the day you die. You know when a full moon's going to happen, so you just know like, okay, I'm going to go see Carl or whoever. Maybe it's the same alien. So you think they're going to have lame <laughs> names? <laughs> I don't lame I don't, like American names. I mean, what, they could be like. I mean, I don't know. I mean. It's, who knows? I've never. I like Yusef. I haven't been abducted, abducted yet. So. Well, I'm sure as hell don't believe you. <laughs> well, you, you would know because I don't have a million dollars on me. So. Well, that you've told us yeah. about. I can't can't do anything that night. I'm going to see Steve. <laughs> you know. <laughs> now that's an alien name, yeah. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> you know it is. You know that's how it is too. It's not going to be the crazy things that we make up. It's uh, it's for sure our names they right. took them from us probably it'll be steve <laughs> what's well, kind of like you know you'll play you play you'll play cards all night like alternate universes yeah. I, th- yeah. I think alternate universes i mean so pretty much like the exact you believe in alternate an, an, an infinite number of of galaxies out there i mean alternative universes i mean now you're talking about alternative planes yeah i mean that was your theory about bigfoot yeah you slipped in different versions of reality well no no that, that was drew's that was okay. Drew's, yeah. Okay. Like, he's a sentient being from... Okay, so Big, Bigfoot, we're going off the rails. Bigfoot, real or not? Um, I mean, maybe he's around, but maybe he's just really fuzzy. I <laughs> like... He's, <laughs> he's blurry. <laughs> he's always blurry. Who, who says... Is that, is that a Mitch Hedberg? It's Mitch Hedberg, yeah. <laughs> is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There are really I don't good think pictures of him, but he's really yeah. blurry. He's... I, 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 I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, do I think it's like a bad Russian experiment that got, that went awry in the sixties? Eh, not so much. Um, did something evolve to be between, you know, human and bear and gorilla or whatever? I, maybe, um, I, I'm one who I like to see proof. Um, right. You know, there is no proof for the universe because it's, ever expanding and, and infinite and space is just, there's a lot of it. But there's not but, infinite space in Arkansas. No, but there's not, there's not infinite space that's in the where world. Supposedly that's, saw that's what I'm saying. I don't know. So Bigfoot, I'm going to say hard. No. I mean, I like his jerky, the, the, whatever the, 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 the <laughs> Jack Link. yeah, Jack links. I like that. I mean, that's about you have, where you have to bleep that out. So you don't, <laughs> no, they'll probably be excited. They'll yeah, be excited. Yeah, that's free advertisement for them. What are you talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can they can inquiry about uh, sponsorships uh, through email. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're going to be knocking knocking down knocking on the door. doors. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Friday <laughs> Friday if, afternoon. Yep, if, yeah, if, if, hey, if somebody from Jack Links <laughs> listens to our show, you yeah, can, I'm you, sure the odds <laughs> of that strong. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, what about you? Would you? I mean, Bigfoot, yay, nay. It's fun stuff to watch. You know, I think the, the Bigfoot hunters are a little bit out there. I think aliens are probably more probable than uh, Bigfoot, to be honest. I mean, going back to the aliens, if you know every month you're going to see them, why don't you just bring a box of cigars every month? And it'll, it'll take up that time to smoke the box together, and maybe there's less time to be probed. 
Right. You could play a deck of cards. You could teach them like yeah. euchre, and then you could play cards. And, unless you bring that big 145 by 11 Martinez that they have. Just, oh, my God. That thing. <laughs> Jeez. But what if they smoke that thing like, like it's just, you know, like a, a petite Corona or something, right, you know? Right. <laughs> then you're in trouble. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you have to take a cigar to get probed with, I mean, I'm, I'm going like – LFD NAS or something. <laughs> not, not, not that big ass cigar. <laughs> oh, apparently oh he likes he's a size king. <laughs> uh, well, I, I like how we, I like how we took it all back to cigars because that's where it starts. Hey, it yeah. ends where it starts, right? Hey, forty percent, forty percent cigar on this show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Nick. We uh, we appreciate you coming on. And everything. Yeah, this so, is a lot of fun. Uh, look out for all the yeah. Look out for all the cool stuff that uh, the collective smoke is doing with with my monthly and Martinez, uh, some really cool stuff that you have a chance to, uh, to partake in and looking forward to. And, uh, I know we'll, we'll have you back on the show. Um, you're on like Nick show every, every month. Is that correct? Yeah. You, uh, hear me, hear my lovely voice. Uh, if you're not sick of me enough yet, you, uh, you'll get sick of me at some point every month on the pulpit. We do an unboxing for each month, uh, smoke one of the cigars. And that's one of the cool things, you know, I've been, a sponsor of, uh, of the cigar pulpit, uh, from near their beginning. And, um, you know, it's been an awesome relationship with those guys since, and we've had fun, you know, every, every uh, Friday they smoke a cigar from the box. So any members of the club, uh, can, you know, tune into them and, and smoke that same cigar and, you know, uh, listen to their shenanigans as well. And, uh, I highly recommend you listen to last week's show. Um, we did somehow smoke a cigar, in between all of uh, Gator's uh, poop stories. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And that, you know what? I never laughed that hard. Uh, yeah, it was it was good. I highly recommend it. If you're, in, if you're in need of a laugh, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling yeah. blue, a little bit depressed, this will fix it in two seconds. Um, I think the he, first show. He's unbelievable. Or, the first show I heard you on was, uh, and we talked about on our show, was, was whenever Nick talked about how he accidentally got his dog high. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. They, they love to save these great stories for when I'm on. I don't know. I don't know. And the other thing is they, uh, their, their whole MO is they, they always lead into the ad for, uh, MMC with some sort of story that deals with, uh, you know, piss or shit and like <laughs> something that's just totally out there and they're laughing and they're like, well, my monthly cigars, let's talk about them. It's like, okay, great. So I've come to enjoy that. It's just a really bit. You know it's yeah. coming. Oh, my God. And it, you know what? It's not even a bit. It's not even done on purpose, which, is, which makes it even better. So that's good. That's fun. I've had fun with those guys, and, those and you guys know like they're fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I appreciate everything they've done for me. They've been a huge uh, uh, part of my monthly cigars and, and our growth. And, um, you know, I hope I've been a, a part of their growth as well. And, and I hope I'm a part of everybody else's growth, your growth, and the rest of the collective as well. And, and like I said, it's a two-way street. I'm here to help people as much as I can. And, and you guys are doing uh, great work. And, and, and I wish you nothing but the, best, but the best. And I had fun tonight, man. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. And I definitely want to come on again if, uh, if you're willing to deal with me again. Definitely. Oh, we'd love definitely. to have you. We'll, we will we'll do that uh, again. So awesome. you check out all the other podcasts. You got the Down to the Nub. Uh, the Good Cigar, uh, The Cigar Pulpit, and of course, us, if you listen to us, which you should, yeah. listen to the other ones as well. Yes. All right. Well, we will see everybody next week. Be good. Later. Later.